You know over here we worship our pets and we are sure you all do too. And we want the best for them, obviously. And if you have cats, let us tell you about the best litter. It's pretty litter. It's got best-in-class superior odor control. And that's just one reason we love it. Pretty litter crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. And nothing beats pretty litter's odor control. It's ultra-absorbent and instantly traps odors. It's lightweight, dust-free, and works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. If you have a kitty, this is the way to go. I got my dad and my stepmom and friends all hooked on Pretty Litter years ago. And for the love of themselves and the love of their kitties, they will never go back. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash momdad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, <laughs> all right. Welcome Let's home, get family. started. <laughs> it's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. All right. Good morning, everyone. So <laughs> good to see you guys. What's the issue? <laughs> I don't see the problem. I'm just, <clears throat> it's just a nice morning. I'm excited to be a part of the podcast today with you, babe. I don't really know. I don't know why you're laughing. This is just cut my hair a little different. <laughs> I just cut my hair a little different. Just. Oh my God, this shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's really not a big deal. I don't know why you're laughing. Okay, so uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, Evan, <laughs> before we start the music, Evan said, hold on, I have a surprise for you and Lee, keep your eyes closed. I'm going to walk in and then start the music and keep your eyes closed until... It's time for us to do the intro, and I was not expecting <laughs> Evan to show up in full Link from Zelda hair with the ears. No, it's just, it's nothing big. I just wanted to try something. I just kind of cut my hair a little different, trying on a new shirt. The man is in full <sighs> Zelda regalia shirt. That wig and those ears are <laughs> unbelievable. It has the ponytail, too. Oh. <laughs> I can't lie to you. The cut is kind it's of kind fire. Of fire right? Like yeah. I kind of like the side cut. I never really yeah. realized how, like, like how no, like how it's, it's sexy Link from Zelda's hot, hair. Dude. I mean, I always recognized that Link was you know Link he's bangs. a se- he's a sexy character yeah, for right. sure. I mean, you see for all sure. the like coming in there. They all are like, hey Link, hey Link. Oh, always, you know always. What I mean? Yeah, no. So I, I just mean, kind of was feeling a little down on myself. So I wanted to kind of capture some of that Link <laughs> sex energy. You know what I mean? So anyway. The blonde hair with the um, with the brown eyebrows and the brown beard. And, and, and I just the, dyed the hair and I just I just cut the, it a little different than I normally have it. A wild shade. I mean, it's, a, it's more of an orange. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> 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 
Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hello, family. How are you? How are you, Lee? I'm good. <laughs> I'm just, you know, in awe. You're just enjoying the, my the look. I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, the fashion is risks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And risks are... Uh, you just miss Paris Fashion Week, honestly. That's just honestly... Just by a little bit. This could have been like the hot look going down the runway. I think this is kind of a new thing for me. I think I should show up to Amber School when I pick her up in this. Oh, please do. Oh, well. and she doesn't even know what Zelda is. Yeah, so I mean, she, hear, like, she hears an awful lot about this? it, but Evan waits until she sleeps, you know, <clears throat> right. so he's a present father and right. then he doesn't become all consumed Yeah, by I mean, it. that's that's close to yeah. not becoming the case yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're definitely borderlining right now. need to hire some, like, babysitters just to cover the time because I'll be playing. Nothing like doing a hometown <laughs> recap and women tell all with you in a link wig. Yeah. <laughs> <Tears>. <laughs> and this t-shirt's pretty fire, i got to be honest with you. Yeah. And what's the great about it, too, nice. is that it's it's very breathable. It, it's an, it's more of a jersey okay. <laughs> yeah. than it is a shirt. Here, I'll show you guys. Looks silky do, a, do the runway look. Oh, wow. That is nice. Right? Oh, I might steal that. I might so, steal that. Anyway, <laughs> this is me now. This is my look now. Thoughts? Interest? I'm going to have to try out is some of my new... Is this a kink for you? I'm gonna have to, I mean, is I'm this like, an ick or is this a fantasy? You Tell know, me that it's, much. It's really riding a line for me. Mm. And that's why I'm feeling I have a, I have a little bit right. lost for words. Right. Head and heart are in two I'm, different places. I'm feeling, I'm feeling very confused in myself right now. Yeah. Part of me is like, is this something <laughs> that I, I bring into the bedroom? Or is this something that literally is going to be burned in my brain forever and will never be the same? Well, I think <laughs> so, that arousal <laughs> and disgust are probably very close. You know what I mean? Like they're probably... They're, they're, Both in, in the brain, In the brain. And they're very close, probably very close connected. I'm gonna have to try some of my some <laughs> of my uh, new flirting techniques on you in this wig and see how it goes. I love this. You know, yeah. I've been experimenting with some of my new flirting techniques that I learned. Yeah, I did it to you the other day. Oh yeah, what was that again? The the uh, triangle flirting. Oh, that was so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't bizarre that like I definitely could see how it worked, but the way you did it to me was so strange. So Evian, uh, wi- my name's Evan. <laughs> so Evian Whitney who has been on Chatty Broads oh. numerous times they are absolutely fantastic loved every time that they were on but on recently on their Instagram page they posted a experimentation with 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 what's called triangle flirting yeah. and they did it to their partner when I saw it. I'm like, oh, I totally get how this gives someone the butterflies. But instead of going up and trying to do it to Evan organically, I kind of like attacked him in the kitchen and cornered him. And I was like, so how are you? And then I did this triangle flirting. Yeah, it was so awkward. <laughs> I had food in the microwave going. It was like, Zzz. I'm in my like sweats. I mean, what are you supposed to be in a suit before I well, start a three piece suit would be preferable. But <laughs> I'm like in my sweats, wig. just chilling there, and I'm kind of like you know prepping food in the kitchen, chef. And then, <laughs> and then she just walks in like I had just seen her two minutes before, and she goes, "Hey, how's it going?" And then she starts looking at me like all like in my like up and down my face, side to side. side okay, to well, side. I'll explain the yeah, triangle yeah, flirting in a first. moment. Okay, hold oh, okay. B- before, before I explain what the triangle yeah. flirting is, because I do feel like this is a fantastic technique. I cannot lie. Right. Because then when Evan did it to me, I felt... You felt it. I felt things. Now, will I feel those things in this wig if you do it to me? <laughs> Not a hundred. <laughs> Not a hundred percent. You're on the fence. 
Okay, but first, family, support support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. The reviews are in. Honey Love is the best shapewear. Listen, if I was one of the final four on this batch show wearing gowns left and right, I'd be bringing along my shapewear. I like to wear shapewear, and the only shapewear I wear now is Honey Love. You can get 20% off your entire order with code MOMDAD at HoneyLove.com. Um, I had tried shapewear before, especially under formal dresses to smooth out the undie lines, but always had so much drama with number one, how uncomfortable it was, but also for the love of God, the peeing drama. But I discovered Honey Love and all that changed. Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is my go-to. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. It's so comfortable. You don't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to the flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. Also, it makes my butt pop, which I love, and bathroom drama no more. Uh, Their shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. No costume change required. It's the best. The best. Shapewear shouldn't be hard. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with code MOMDAD. Use code MOMDAD at honeylove.com. Um, okay, so... Okay. <laughs> Back to you. Are you are you going to have this wig on the entire time? <laughs> I mean, I listen. It's my look. Let me have it on as like as long as I choose. Okay. Okay. We'll okay. We'll, we'll discuss if this if this gets if, if, gets if you way. get too aroused. Okay. And you can't focus. Sure. We'll make some changes. I'll do. I'll give you some sort of signal. Yeah. Give me a signal. I'll like, give you a signal. Let's go in the back. You know what I mean. <laughs> whatever your whatever your. So triangle flirting. So triangle flirting, which I learned from Evian Whitney. Um, so apparently you're looking at the person and I believe you go from the left. You look in their left eye yeah. and then you look down to their mouth and then you look back up to their right eye and then you go back to the left. So you do a triangle yeah. and you do it slowly like or like kind of like a beat. And so I'm like, this is fun. Let me see if I can do this on Evan. So I just, I didn't do it the right way to you. I just, I was so awkward when well, I came up. The approach was the problem. Not the actual, like you did the eye thing right. But it was like, I'm in the middle of cooking food. You're like, hey, 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 how are you? How are you? And I'm just like, what is happening? And then you're just like, start doing the eye thing. And so it wasn't even like, it wasn't like we were having a moment and we were talking and we were kissing and then all of a sudden you did it. It was just like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> we weren't sitting down to eat dinner and Not you weren't even, speaking it, about something and all of a sudden I kind of zoned yeah, in. Exactly. Exactly. And started my triangle <laughs> flirting thought, I've heard that if I just do this immediately, he'll fall. It'll just be like, you know, whatever I want, he'll give me kind of vibes. But no, you just started looking in my eyes and you're like, I, 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 I. And I was like, are you okay? Like, are you, do you, do you need to so go back to the eye doctor? He literally asked me if I'm okay. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Which is the last thing no, you want to hear when you're trying to flirt with your significant uh, other of what, 16 years? It's like, are you okay? But I do. But then once we stopped and you're like, I'm doing this triangle flirting thing. How does it make you feel? It definitely is very intimate. Like it's very it's hot. Very intimate. And I will say, I think what it has a lot to do with what it feels like is that the person is like looking at your mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? In your eyes, in the back of your mouth. And so like, you know. Which is helpful for me because whenever I'm getting into a deep conversation, I never know which eye to look into. And then I start getting in my head, I get panicky. I don't know if this is... Wait, it's helpful for you to do this a technique when you're just having random conversations with people? Yeah, I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) say Just more like the permission that I can go back and forth from one eye to the next. Because when I'm having a serious conversation with someone, I all of a sudden start thinking about 
oh my gosh, which eye do I look at? And then I yeah. start feeling anxious. Right. It'll send me down a little bit of a spiral. Really? You oh, yeah. forget what eye to look at? Yeah. I never think about that. Next time you're having a conversation, this will pop in your head and then you'll feel like uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you tried the triangle flirting on me yeah. after. And it, I mean, I'm here to say that it worked. It worked. It really did work. It, it's, <laughs> please don't wink in the wake. <laughs> <laughs> Which ear of Evans do I look at? <laughs> <laughs> One's falling a little bit. I will say these aren't very like, you know, high quality, but what I think I'll do is because these are kind of a rubber ear is I think what I will do is I'll melt them down, remold them into more of a custom ear mold. Okay. Because they're a little big. Sure. Yeah, you know I can I mean? see that. I can see that. See that? <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, by the way? Can I, you've been sitting with it for about 10, 12 <laughs> minutes now. You know, is it... <laughs> I know... Like, are you feeling this could be a new thing for me? We've never done, like, really... We're not, we're not like, big... You know, we haven't done a, as much role-playing as, you Well, know, we do a lot of role-playing, but we don't do costumed role-playing. That's what I'm saying. So, I think that... So, should we bring costumes into the This bedroom? could be the one that breaks the ice. Let's just put it this way. Let's let's put a pin in it? Let's put a pin in it. Uh, okay. Maybe we could do the role-play with just our actions and not the costume. Got it. All right. All right. How about you start... We, we, we put the costume in your camp first. Sure. And then we'll work over to mine. Sure, sure. I just think a Zelda Link thing could be huge. Speaking of these, I mean, we've been playing a lot, and now me and Jess have really teamed up. We really have. To, to everyone listening cool who experience. is also a Z head, and sorry to those of you who hate. Oh yeah, by the way, this video is this game talk, but this is now this is now his identity. So you're quick, gonna have to get used just to as, it. Just as a heads up, this is a shout out to my Z heads. Of course. So this is like I, you got to lead from the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can't lead if you're, you know, like you got it. You got to take the risks. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to be out there and you got to be the face of the brand. You got to be a face of the movement. I think that I had to take this risk and I think it paid off handsomely. Um, but no, we, we've we've combined forces, which has been pretty interesting. So yeah. we sit next to each other. She gives like I'll, I'll play. And then every once in a while, like we'll kind of go back and forth about all the different strategies and ideas. And, you mm -hmm. know, it's been a very highly effective team. It oh, really has. Nice. It's been great for the marriage. You know, we're having a lot of communication. We're talking via, again. <laughs> <via> link. <laughs> we're talking again. Even though I do get frustrated at him because he's very impatient in his gaming. It's true. So I'm literally I'm always going like you need to slow down. And so, you know, but I think that also it really does bring an element of, of um, the reality of the real conversations in our relationship into yeah. it. Because I feel like often in our relationship, I'm the one telling you in real life, you need to slow down a little bit. Yes. You're going too mm -hmm. hard. You're burning, burning the candle at both ends too much. You need to go sit by the fire and rest. You need to yeah. rest for a while. And I'm, I'm saying this as he's playing the game. So really, it's just like a new marriage counseling for us. It's like our new <laughs> marriage therapist. Yeah, I would say a lot of it has to just kind of like how last time Link tried to defend Hyrule against Ganon. It's like he got killed because I think he was probably moving too fast this time around. 100 years later, he's going to be moving slower. So I totally connect with that. Yeah, 100 years older, you're going to look so much wiser. What? So much wiser. I'm, I'm 100 years wiser at this point. <laughs> I, I the, the lines are blurring between me and Link, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why my parents didn't want me to play video games when I was a little kid. <laughs> this is, this is what There's happens. a reason that they weren't allowed in your house. <laughs> They're like, we see a problem with this guy. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway. Well, um, <laughs> on, to, on to the topic uh, at hand. <coughs> Which we is? have gathered here today mm. 
to discuss and recap Zach's hometowns and the women tell double all app. double episode deluxe deluxe is a deluxe episode i will say oh my gosh first and foremost okay wait i have too many thoughts i have too many thoughts okay but the first thing i do want to say yeah is that charity is our bachelorette wow. i'm so happy listen no I'm one more so, deserving oh my goodness i you know, you know from the very beginning of this season yeah. i was just like i hope and pray that charity is our next bachelorette yes. and here we are and i am thrilled beyond words i am so excited i feel like generally they don't i felt like that was the obvious choice yeah because everyone just absolutely adores her and she's so yeah but i also feel like a lot of times they don't go with the like obvious obvious choice maybe people turn it down or something like that but it just sometimes i'm always like what well it's you know the surprise with zach the surprise with clayton like yeah it was a little bit but i feel like it typically it seems like with bachelorettes they tend to go more with fan favorite. Obviously yeah. they've in the past, they've uh, mixed it up a little bit, yeah. but I feel like the, the bachelor is sometimes where they'll throw us a loop and we're like, excuse me, that's not who we asked for, but we asked for charity. Yeah. She's amazing. And the one thing that we will get a lot of, there's yeah. a guarantee is tears. Because yes. she loves to cry. Oh my god! I mean, she is a crier. Yes. We are going to get an emotional season. She's a crier. She, every scene she cries in. I know. So she's going to so be much. tuned in. She's going to take it super seriously. I think it's going to be amazing. I believe that she will find love in I the agree. end of this. So I, I hope ABC that you cast some amazing men for charity. Um, and then I'm excited to talk about charity because we got to know Charity's family this yeah. episode or hometown episode, which her family was. I mean, it was like the dream family. They were just the like dream family. the nicest, funnest people ever. The most kind. Like you and I just were looking at each other throughout this entire hometown and i'm just like why why isn't our family like this can I move just, in? Can and I we're like adopted? hello can you <laughs> can yeah, you let was, us come visit the family occasionally when we need to pick me up yeah it was definitely interesting because you know we know her as such a kind sweet person yeah and then you're kind of like you know you never know what the family's you never and know. then everyone was just like you're like just oh, like her it was I a bunch un- of hers yeah you're like i understand yeah. i understand it was but, amazing. But um, obviously, want to dive into all of that. But yeah. I just had to declare and show. Yeah, no, no, that's that's the huge. That charity is our charity. next bachelor, and I am charity. so excited that we're going to be able to recap her season. Yeah, because you know, going into it, when you love the lead, yes. you just have a different excitement about oh, it. Oh, definitely, definitely. So I'm like loving the lead, starting her season in a few months. I'm just, I'm so. When thrilled. you don't like the lead, you're kind of just like, well, I hope they really bring on great people. Exactly. But when you like the lead, you're like, okay, at least. That part's taken yeah, care of. That's great. Like half the, you know, however much of the equation's taken care of. Exactly. And I think she's going to do a great job. Exactly. So want to dive into the details of all that. But before we get into the hometowns, get into the women tell all, um, I thought, I mean, you surprised me with um, this wig. Your fantasy, yes. Yeah. And I thought, and I didn't technically surprise you because you saw it when I brought it in. But I thought it was really important after watching Zach and Gabby's date where in the extended scenes at the end, we find out that Zach does not put syrup on his pancakes. Mm. Um, It's not butter that he puts on his pancakes. It's not jam. It's not powdered sugar. It's not honey. It's not honey. Um, It's not Nutella. No. Uh, It's yellow mustard. What? He's like, my grandmother did this. And we were like, okay. And to that I say, why and how, sir? 
I'd like to know if there's something to this mustard situation. Is this some Michelin star concept? Right. Is this like, is Gordon Ramsay (laughs) thrilled right now hearing this? He's like, finally, for the love of God, people are understanding that they need to put yellow mustard. I love chef's table. I've never seen this. Never seen this. Uh, So I thought that I would get us both a pancake. By the way, and and you're already, you know, already winning the game because these are mcdonald's pancakes which are like the absolute the hot cakes yeah they're so good yeah i did not make these obviously <laughs> for everyone watching on the youtube here you Let go me give lee a piece yeah oh, lee, yes. lee, lee are you down to try sure oh my gosh yes let's do this lee okay. i apologize i had the two hot cakes because i ate one earlier everyone we have now we have now uh brought out the pancakes and Ooh, ASMR. <laughs> Here is the French's classic yellow mustard. I already feel sick before doing this. I'm going to, th- I feel like this is hot ones a little bit. Yeah, gross ones. Gross ones. Ne- this is never oh, crossed. I put too my much mind. on it. No, no, okay. Yeah, just, here, let me, let me hook up Lee. Okay. Oh, God. Y'all, I feel like I put too much on it. Okay, I don't have utensils now, for us must- because now, this wasn't I'm a mustard. This wasn't a mustard and syrup, right? This was just mustard. Mustard and syrup. There's that can't be. It can't be. It right? can't be. I believe because he said it wasn't. It wasn't mustard or it wasn't syrup. It was mustard. Right. So with our hands, since yes, <laughs> utensils. Okay, is everybody ready? Yeah, I made a little yeah. sandwich. How did? What's your technique? You're I'm just eating gonna like take a pizza, a bite like, like a pizza, taco style. Taco style. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. remember, you cheers, can wa- everybody. You can be watching this on YouTube. Cheers, cheers, cheers. 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 That is absolutely vile. <laughs> Sorry for the chewing, everyone. <laughs> Put a little more on. Oh my god, you like it? No, I just want to really feel it because I'm trying to understand what is going on here. You know what this is? It's like <sighs> eating a corn dog without yes. a hot dog. It's exactly what it is. But that's the thing. The part about the corn dog is the hot dog that makes it like bearable yeah. to me. So maybe with like some sausage it'd be good, but I can't imagine eating like an entire pancake well <laughs> i feel like the mustard okay so the problem let's let's be real it's not disgusting because it's I just makes, bre- it makes me feel okay, it makes you sick. feel ill it makes it's me feel bread and sick. mustard essentially or a version of it <laughs> here's the problem though this is not breakfast you know what i mean mustard immediately takes you out of breakfast no one's ever mm-hmm. is there anything is there a single breakfast food that you put mustard on you stumped me. <laughs> I think right? so. Breakfast because you can put like potatoes with ketchup, ketchup right. with your potatoes ketchup and ketchup with your eggs. Thing. I know a lot of people do that. But mustard is such like a strong kind of bitter. You can do your hot t- sauce. You can do your all that. ketchup, your soy sauce, like all of that. But yeah, mustard. Mustard. I mean, I kind of feel more awake now. <laughs> yeah. true, it's, it's, like a, it's kind of a, it's like a, it's like an effect of like, this is kind of gross and it also is very kind of strong. And so now I'm aware more. But it's not really like, yeah, like that's a lot to eat to be like, oh, yeah, I'll take three pancakes and hash browns, extra mustard. I'd also like to know, Zach, please slide into the DMs. <laughs> I'd like to know the ratio of mustard yeah. to pancake that's going on, because I know when I pour syrup on my pancakes, it is soaked. It right. is a shit ton of syrup. Is the mustard in line with this? Like, are they yeah. are they soaking their pancakes <laughs> right. in yellow mustard? Dude, that's so crazy. And do you get weird sometimes and throw in a gray poop on? 
on a fancy yeah. day? I don't know. What is, I need? Is, I need the ratio. This is just years of lying to your kids. Like 100% <laughs> Zach's parents just lied, lied, lied. The grandma lied, lied, lied. And if you just eat something long enough, you'll like it. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what that is. No one ever liked this. You do it long enough to where you develop just a thing. And then the kids passed it down. And this was all, you know, the great, the great surf short of 1966 was like what started all this. I mean, clearly, obviously. Clearly. So I have a feeling they were out of syrup. She started this trend and then it just carried through the family. I feel weird. Now, now I feel gross. <laughs> no, I feel now I'm really weird. No, I, 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 there's something that it, I feel, I, it makes me feel a little sick. I can't lie to you. Well, the aftertaste is bad. Yeah. Now my aftertaste is I not I also good just took a swig of coffee. So there's that too. <laughs> That's not a good combo. No, it wasn't. And it's a caramel macchiato. So it's a flavorful. That's a little bit like pouring syrup with the mustard. Ooh, oh, and yeah. It's got worse. Uh-huh. Okay, oh, way worse. Uh-huh. But I'll keep drinking it. Well, thank you all for participating <laughs> with me. Honestly, and I loved you. it. I loved it because I did feel like we had to understand this. I needed to know. You can understand most things. If like food wise, people can go, oh, I could see that. Or that's a little mm-hmm. weird, but I could see that, you know, but that one is like, I don't see it at all. I don't no. understand what we're doing here. No, absolutely not. I thought after the, uh, the moment where Zach was, <clears throat> fingering the tree hole uh, with the uh the Gabby's syrup that that was going to be the the peak of that part of the um the i mean it was such a date. it was such just an over-the-top sexual like innuendo it they're was, like drilling into the <laughs> thing and they're like they're like and he, hands on my hand and they're drilling into the tree they were doing and they're like, full it's not ghost. deep enough and he's like I've never heard that before. And then he, they, <laughs> he's like, wait, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. And they, they're like, it's not deep enough. And then he, they, they get it. And he's like, he's, and then she even said something, the fact of like, he's like, I'm trying really hard. And then they stop. And then he like puts his finger in the hole. And he's he like, puts his pinky, yeah, he puts his pinky in, in the like, hole. What? Oh, and he's like, it's very wet and oh, it's warm. <laughs> it was very like over the top. ABCY. <laughs> too much too much and then he's like it was like yeah we didn't get deep enough and then she was like oh well and i was like this is too much you guys the writing is off the charts right now it was just it was a lot of maple syrup it was a lot of like maple my thing syrup. is like make that a little section of the date but it was like we're walking to the tree then we dig into the tree then we walk to the place try out the syrups and then we have like a syrup moment for like what felt like 20 minutes like it's just like the whole thing was syrup i you know two things number one i can't lie to you i think i would have really loved that okay it's just the whole process you're like i'm actually getting it from the tree myself and then we're having a fun little taste test right um second if gabby had if her family is in the syrup biz at all she's yeah she's a part of big syrup it. that's 100 yeah, yeah she definitely i'm like listen she's trying to push her syrup agenda and i love to see it and i need her to put out a line this is just a perfect gateway for gabby yes. and if gabby and zach end up together they can start a syrup empire we know zach loves business so they can do this together I, at one point i was waiting for her to turn to the camera and be like try gabby's zesty syrup you know what i mean like <laughs> try and so we have a whole line of all these flavors apricot da, 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 da. you know what i mean and then she's they like, could have a mustard syrup collab syrup whoa mm-hmm. i also like the idea that she's a part of big syrup he's a part of big mustard and they're pushing <laughs> they're pushing their products on people to to really grow the brand he's competing with you know whoever french french's <laughs> heinz french's the big the big Ooh, dogs the big big ones uh-huh. so anyway <laughs> 
Okay, well, before we dive into the hometowns, uh, which I'm excited to talk about, we do need to take a quick pause. Let's do it. Um, So, family, you all know me. Sometimes I can be a little bit of a stress ball. That's just the truth of the matter. And I really want to unwind and have some special time to myself, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Uh, But I can find it hard to turn off all the racing thoughts of the day and turn on myself basically which is where dipsy comes in wow wow i have had some good times with dipsy bow chicka bow wow Uh dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy inclusive audio stories they bring the scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters you can discover all sorts of stories like ones about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings hot and heavy hookups Mm -hmm. and so much more yes 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 and again these stories are hot okay i'm talking zero cheesiness and i am talking sexy they're great to get you there um in the mood alone or very fun to listen to with a partner just saying and new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore they also have soothing sleep stories wellness sessions and sexy stories you can read if you're more in a reading mood okay let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or heat things up with a partner for listeners of the show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom dad that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash mom dad dipsystories.com slash mom dad mm-hmm Oh, so speaking of hometowns, got anything you need to send home? Maybe a letter, a gift Mm. for a family member? We want that for you. But what we don't want for you is for you to have to wait in the forever line at the post office. Well, you don't have to. Not with our superhero, Stamps.com. We've been using Stamps.com for years personally and couldn't recommend it more. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. We've shipped probably hundreds of packages through Stamps.com throughout the year. And by the way, with Stamps.com, you can get access to the USPS and UPS shipping services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And if you sell products online stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart they seriously make it the easiest uh, also postage rates they just increased again but luckily stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else like up to 84 percent off usps and ups plus stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options thank you stamps.com set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today sign up at stamps.com slash mom dad for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com slash mom dad okay so are we ready to dive into hometowns sir link Mm -hmm. um okay i want to say something first and foremost about this hometowns which i hadn't really put together until we started watching the episode I was like, I don't think I can remember, and I'm sure it's happened, but I don't, I can't remember a season where all of the remaining people hadn't declared their love for the lead yet. Mm. That was actually something that I was putting together. I'm like, I I guess we hadn't like talked about this. We've been discussing the episodes that I'm like, oh my gosh, people aren't saying I'm falling in love with you yet, or I'm in love with you. I feel like typically by hometowns, most everyone has told the lead that they're falling in love with the lead and then occasionally during a hometown date you have 
one of the contestants say, I am in love with you after they meet the family. So I was actually quite shocked that all of a sudden it all kind of came together in my head. I'm like, oh my God, this is actually pretty interesting that we're having these conversations with these family members and the contestants and they're telling the family, yeah, I think I'm falling in love with him. I'm like, oh, normally it's like I'm in love with him. And the family's like, hold on one second. I believe there's probably two reasons for this. Number one is they got a week stolen from them. Right. True, during the COVID very week. true. <clears throat> so if you're if your whole relationship's only two months old and, you know, 20 percent of it or 10 percent of it's gone, like it's going to be a problem. Also, I'm just getting the sense that Zach is like a slow burn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. not the guy that immediately opens up to you and it's just like, oh my gosh, so tell me. It's like, I mean, he's saying stuff like, what's your favorite color? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a, I think he's You're a like, slow I burn. I think I may be falling in love with him, but then he did ask me what my favorite color was. <laughs> yeah. To get to know me. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think he's a slow burn. I think he takes time. I don't think he's able to get there as quick. I mean, I think he's able to fall in love or whatever, but I don't think he's able to kind of create a dynamic conversation that'll open him up quicker yeah. I don't know. It just seems like that. Like I'm getting the feeling across the board that none of the women are fire super far along with him. Yeah, I don't get Sometimes that. Sometimes it sounds like they're almost convincing themselves. Yeah. They're like he's the ideal guy that I, it's almost like it's on paper. It's like he's exactly what I need and I finally need someone who does this 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 and this. But there's not a lot of like I don't know, electricity. Yeah. There's like attraction. But I'm not sensing like electric conversation. Yeah, he's not an electric guy. Yeah, that's true. So maybe the people aren't like swept off their feet, caught yeah. in the moment. Just like I think I'm in love. It's a little bit like, uh, right. I also he gives me the energy that if I'd be on the show, I'd be like, this man clearly spooks easily. So I think that's a little bit too. <laughs> do I? You know, you'd think you'd think that from everything that he's shown us that if you looked him dead in the eyes and I'm like. I'm only here for you. I'm not here for Instagram. I don't even have an Instagram. And I am in love with you and your family. He would be like, let's get married right now. But I guess if I was one of the individuals on the show, I'd be like, clearly he spooks easily. So I don't know if I want to like say that yet because he's going to think it's like a line kind or something. walking on eggshells a little bit the whole yeah, vibe. Yeah, a And bit. then he's blindsiding people. Yeah, it's just a little bit Left like... Left right, baby. Right, people are getting blindsided. So I think people are like on edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're a little afraid to say the wrong thing or make the wrong move. It, they're weirdly not that connected. For this, for being but this I'm saying far for how along, far along yeah. we are. Yeah. There's not like an elect, there's not like, like Gabby was almost the only one that showed like, she's like, I'm going to miss you so much. But other than that, there wasn't a lot of like, I'm going to miss you so much energy is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there was towards the end of this episode with all of them where I felt like we got a little bit farther where yeah. all of a sudden it was kind of like, okay, this is feeling a little bit real. But I do believe that next week we're going to get there. At least it seemed that way from the tears. The sex week. <laughs> yeah, the sex week. And then if he, and then if they don't hook up, that's another thing that they're not like, in, you know what I mean? That's another like lack of connection. Sure. So or if he hooks up with one and tells the other ladies like, I'm not going to have sex with anyone. And then they oh find out it's like, gosh. it's just game over. Game it's over. It's just going to be an absolute disaster. I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, I wanted to ask you this too. Yeah. If you were to be on this show, what would you do with the lead for your hometown? What's like the date before that you would plan? 
Because Lord knows I doubt that they'd be meeting your family. I don't foresee your family being I down to be on the show. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. My mom, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to know. But I, <laughs> I don't foresee them being. <laughs> what would I do in my hometown? Yeah. Well, I just we play Zelda all day. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you saw that coming. You teed me up. No. Um, you're like, I have not had access to this game in two weeks. So yeah. you're going to have to sit your ass here and we're going to, you're going to watch. I think I'd introduce them to you and Ember. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my wife and my child. That would really throw me <laughs> I was like, I don't think you're getting the question. And then, okay, all right, okay. Um, man, Stop. hometown. Hometown's here. That's a hard thing. It's like, you mean when I'm back, like San Clemente or like LA? Like, what's my hometown? Let's just say back where you grew up, San Clemente. Okay, I would take them. I'd probably do be- the beach. Sure. You know what I mean? Very so original. Like a, like a surf day. I, you know what? I teach her how to surf. Okay. That's what I would do. That's pretty good. It's good. Has it been done? I'm sure it has. Yeah. At so I teach point. her how to surf. This is mm-hmm. all off the dome too. Like give me some time. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, just I'm, I'm killing it right now. Okay. <laughs> um, oh gosh. I take her to the beach and then well, what else would I do? My favorite restaurant. <laughs> wow. And then I, you know, I don't know. I mean, these are just, these are flowing out of me. What would you do? I have no idea. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> You're like I don't know. I mean, take him to this, take him to the local mall. I would probably do something along the lines of, I don't know. I maybe to make it a little experimental. I'd be like, I'd do it maybe here, um, and I would take because I love going and seeing comedy. I would take them to a comedy show, yeah, and have it prepped that they had to go up and do like five minutes of stand up uh. or that we had like one of my favorite comedians there who was there to roast and we right. do a full roasting session and then you know they'd be completely taken off guard and I, I don't know how well that would go especially with a zach type of character right. but with someone i'd be interested in the person would be like this is fun Roll it'd almost be like a nice rite of passage too because they'd have to they, if they, they, they're like i don't like get comedy you're like okay well, yeah this, I'd be like, this isn't problem. gonna work yeah, or, if, okay. or or if they weren't able to handle getting roasted yeah then i'd be like oh well, that's gonna be hard for me because I do love a good roasting. You gotta romance. be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I would do something like that. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Their job is just to make people laugh. Seems like a waste of time. <laughs> you go up on stage. What's your talent? Even you can't play an instrument. I was in public urination. <laughs> We dominated the charts, at least the charts at my high school, the radio that my friend Kevin played us on. But if you can't teach me to make millions of dollars, what are you even here for? I don't know why I've made Zach to be like, just this is like this is like online coach who's just here to make millions. Ever to talk about business? I don't know why. I just, I just. But it makes sense. You're right. It makes sense. If we were to go out to dinner with Zach, I feel like this would get brought up. He feels like a no nonsense guy. I think that's why. Yeah. There's not a lot of like. He's the kind of guy that goes like, I can be very silly. And when <laughs> anytime someone says like, I can be, that means you're not at all. Like you're talking about how like, goofy he is. Right. If you say you're can you can be goofy or that you are goofy, you're not goof <laughs> because. If you are goofy, you don't have to say it. It's clear. You know what I mean? It's like anyone, t- anyone time, anytime someone says I'm a nice guy, I'm sweet, I'm mellow, 
you know, that means you're, like, you're oh, not any coming? of those things. <laughs> <What's coming? laughs> right? Because you're naming things that you're that like are obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I just make him like he's a no nonsense character. You know what I mean? Like Empire Build. We're gonna start a YouTube together that is just about it was like it's like if you save one dollar a day. You will be a billionaire in six months. You know, that kind of thing. It's like, (laughs) if you save $1 a day for a year, you will have $365. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And if you multiply that, but if you live to be 10,000 years old, which I plan on doing, then you will have (laughs) millions of dollars. Most likely according to my calculations, you will most likely have quite a bit of money. <laughs> you had to count. <laughs> but I like, he's like, oh, that's too big. Most likely, you will be very moderately wealthy. I like the idea of someone <laughs> lecturing in that stern of a voice saying most likely. You will most likely have quite a bit more money than you currently have. And I can guarantee you that in 10,000 years. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about hometowns. I'm sorry, everybody. This is another this week. Is this show. is another shit show. There's so much to talk about, but yeah. you know what? We're having a silly, fun, uh-huh. good time. You're in a silly, fun wig, and I'm having a silly, fun, good time this with you. This is a silly, fun time. And what is reality TV to be talked about if not just in a silly, fun way? Listen, I think we're taking life too seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm taking this care. I'm taking my. Hyrule journey too seriously. I just need to calm down. We just need to relax into our life right now. All right. So Gabby with the yeah. first hometown date, Vermont looking absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. Incredible. I want to go so badly. I've never stunning. been in the fall. I'm like, take me now, Gabby. I will buy whatever syrup you are selling. Please. We love you. This is fantastic. Um, but they have their, you know, inappropriate syrup yep. moments. The, te- mm-hmm. the taste testing. He tastes uh, all the syrups and chooses the. The lowest, full, the full the sugar one. one. She's like, I know our relationship won't work, yeah. and I do believe it did hit her in a spot I that made her like, feel sad. You like have genuinely, a taste problem. yeah. It will, and then and then you find out the mustard with the pancakes, and it's a little bit like I think I'm falling in love with this guy, and now I'm questioning things because if he a literal ick, <laughs> a literal ick, a literal ick, a literal ick. One side thing I thought would would have been a funny. Remember when he blew into the tree and the wood chips got in his eyes? What if he? What if? <laughs> Can you picture him just blowing into the yeah, hole like, like, after oh. they carve it out? And he goes, and he gets in his eye and he goes, oh, oh God, my eye. Well, how funny would it be? It, like, this is not wishing any harm on anyone, but how funny would it be if it got in his eye, caused a problem, he had to go to the hospital, then returned back to the date with an eye patch on and he had to do the rest of the show with an eye patch on because he got like some bad oh, infection. He, he got like he was an allergic reaction. Yeah. And he's just like in his eye patch the whole time. And he's like at the altar. It's just like one more reason why this isn't going to work out and because you have a tree allergy yeah, he's doing, in he's Vermont. Doing, he's doing fantasy suites with an eye patch on. <laughs> anyway, continue. when he blew into that hole yeah. and the the sawdust went in his eye, yeah. I looked at Evan and I go, "I got the ick." It was just the he reaction. No, it, it was the reaction. Yeah, it was like, right. "Oh my eye!" And I felt in that moment that he like, wanted to make more of a thing of it, uh, and she kind of shifted it, and I was like, "Oh God!" She's like, "You're fine." <laughs> 
<laughs> next time protective eyewear people yeah um next time you're blowing in trees uh but that whole thing i thought it was super cute i thought that was a cute idea on her part but then we meet her family and we'd heard her speak the week before and mentioned that her mom <clears throat> and sister are were excited when they found out that it was zach so we knew that we had a family that watches the show yeah I felt like they really protected and guarded that and didn't show mm -mm. those colors, mm -mm, which I was kind of hoping that they were going to fangirl like, a little oh bit, God. but I was, yeah. I was impressed at the way that they, they didn't even, they didn't show it at all. Cause if I'm a fan watching the show and then I'm part of the family, I, I'm going to have a hard time not doing like a gym in the office, looking into the camera yeah, often and having of, my yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like saying, doing the model I don't face. know. Is he in love with you? Yeah. And just look directly into yeah. camera. <laughs> I bet they deal with that a lot with the families because these people aren't trained, you know, in like how to be on camera. I bet a lot of people look at the camera all the time. Like, like Jeff, stop. <laughs> just the dad. Jeff and Susan, like... stop looking at the camera. And they're like, anyway, um, yeah, we really. <laughs> and they're like, stop. <laughs> but they have to constantly tell people to not look at the, the camera. The dads are always just like, I mean, I don't know. You guys have only known each other for a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I There's never really thought that. about that. That the producers are probably in all the film crews, just like, no, 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 don't, don't look at the camera. Right. <laughs> Whenever the camera's moving around the room, they're just like. <laughs> I bet it gets bad. They're having. To, I bet they have to cut it like crazy. I'm saying it here and now. If Ember ever decides to go on to some future form of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I will do this as one of the family members. Yeah. I will stare into the camera the entire time. You have my word. You have my word. Have I will my embarrass word. you, Amber. Um, but her family, they were they were absolutely lovely. Yeah. Um, this was definitely the episode of the brothers. That's for sure. Yeah. All the brothers had their sit downs with Zach. In fact, we saw fewer fathers and mothers speaking to Zach yeah. than we saw the brothers which is just such an interesting dynamic to me where I'm just like the whole overprotective brother thing it's like listen like this is she's a woman I love the family supporting one another and asking the questions but the brother vibe is always a weird dynamic to me it's like really weird when you're like 35 and you're like really involved in your in your in your sister's romantic life it's it's a little like <clears throat> I don't know it's just a little like I mean, I love it. when you, when you're close, when you have a really close relationship sure, with a brother sure. or sister, then I get that. But it's just always like the almost like the getting permission from getting the getting permission from the family thing is so like antiquated and just yeah, right, like, right, that right. it's just we're still doing this. Like we love to meet the family and see if they all gel and what the family thinks, and then having that conversation with their you know their child or their sister or sibling or whatever. But whenever we see all of the brothers sits down <laughs> and it's just like, are you? good enough for my sister it's yeah, always prove just, yourself <laughs> that's always that's an interesting dynamic like... to me but her brother was low-key he yeah, seemed lovely he nice. um he did say that gabby putting herself out there is huge for gabby so we get these little windows in these hometowns where you're like okay this isn't a typical when we see gabby putting herself out there that's that's yeah. big for her so it means that she definitely likes him which i feel like we saw especially like you were saying when zach was leaving at the end of this and she was like i'm gonna miss you I definitely feel like Gabby is having a lot of feels for right, Zach at right. this point. Um, but her father. So sweet. Was Gabby's father was just everything 
we loved he was so sweet he was crying he was like sensitive he was caring but he also wasn't like like he was protective and caring but he also wasn't like you know this guy has to really prove to me anything like that he was so sweet he gave me a very like low-key maybe undercover santa claus vibe he kind of was so he was kind of magical you know what i mean and and i i felt like he like he was gonna give me like a hint that he was santa claus by being like you know what being in love is just like the first day of christmas (laughs) what and he winks at the camera he goes he goes you know me and my friends i call them my elves (laughs) we 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 just love you so much and you know we prep all year just for love and they're like what is what is he talking about <laughs> he's low-key like just like in you know he incognito just, santa, santa claus he had that energy to me he had he santa did, energy he did have santa energy mm-hmm. just warm and kind warm and sweet <laughs> oh i like that you know now i love I mean? him even more yeah i love so him anyway, more. that was my energy with him i just loved that he immediately you know that he immediately came to her and said I love love and I know love so well because of how much I love your mom. Me and your mom met in the lunchroom and I knew immediately that was going to be my wife. You the know, he was The second she walked in, mm-hmm. I just, I fell in love. I knew that was Mrs. And Claus. <laughs> I knew it was Mrs. Claus. And that he has this, the admiration yeah. that you could feel just like. He's a romantic. And like, just like reverberating off of him towards his wife. Mm-hmm. That he, You could just feel how much he still respects her yeah. and loves her. And I was like. Are you trying to say to something to me right now? No, I look at you. <laughs> like in the way that. He really just respects her. And just looks right at no, me. I like, looked at you during it. And I was like, oh, I feel oh, like that's me you, you because we'll love each other forever. Yes. Um, I'll never let you go. You're never going to <laughs> Never going to let you go. Um, but no, he was just absolutely, absolutely lovely. And he just had such a supportive conversation with Gabby. Yeah. We need more of Gabby's dads in our life. Um, but then, yeah, the, I mean, so the date overall, Gabby's date went extremely smoothly. Yeah. The whole family seemed to really like him. Um, and it definitely pushed Gabby to opening up more yeah. towards the end, but she still did not say I'm falling in love with you. Yeah, that was interesting. I was surprised. I really thought that she was going to say it. She's like, I could see myself, mm-hmm. which is wild. That's what I'm saying. I feel like yeah. we've never seen this much of, of the people holding back. I thought Gabby would have been more like advanced in her feelings than like an Ariel or like a... You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. why. I just felt like I, I I expected her to be farther along than maybe the majority of the women. So left. did you I. Know what I mean? So did I. Um, but you know, they have in their conversation, and she's struggling, and Zach's like, "You gotta have trust in us." I mean, yeah. you got a one in four chance, but mm-hmm. you gotta have trust in us. Trust me <laughs> that I love you. 25 <laughs> yeah. percent of my 100 i think it was was it ariel's dad that was just like what about he threw out the 25 yeah, percentage like i was like listen to the man um but yeah it went well and we'll see if she ends up dropping the falling in love next week even though we do see from the previews of next week that she, she is crying and she is upset off. at something that zach does and i think we can all kind of guess, guess that maybe Gabby and Zach are not the ones who have sex in the fantasy suite. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. Um, okay, next we had Ariel's hometown in New York City. The opposite. The of opposite Gabby's. of the Vermont. I loved this hometown yeah. date. I mean, it was when 
when Zach walked up to Ariel and she then in the ITMs was saying New York is extended family for me. So it's so important for me to have him meet her. I'm like very romantic. I'm like, put that in a novel, put that on shirts. It was, it was so stunning. And this returns back to Ariel being just like literally very high society vibes. Like she's so well put together and she's so like, hello. Ariel is just like a New York City. The essence you know? of cool. Yeah, she's very. She's so cool and gorgeous. And wistful and kind of mysterious. Yes, she is such a character to me in one of our, you know, favorite Netflix shows yeah. that we watch where she's like the main character main character in New York City, just right. being gorgeous and attending like amazing galas and gallery yeah. openings and is just smart and hot and Yeah. Just no, the yeah, vibes she's, just she, ooze she's off of very Ariel. Magical. She's you know so I mean? magical. And so she took him around New York City. Um, and then she also was talking to him about how important her Jewish culture is. And I love that portion of the date where she took him to the Jewish deli. And I thought that was a great conversation that they yeah. had. Um, and then they went to uh, that speakeasy and had their espresso martinis and talked more about her family. Yeah. It was just, she is just incredible. Very she would have been York, another cool. amazing bachelorette Definitely. to me. I would charity or, or Ariel. I was like, absolutely. I like how they went to go get pizza and he just goes, I love carbs. <laughs> it shows you. It's just like, <laughs> I love carbs. We're like, no shit, Zach. Yeah. Carbs everyone are loves great. pizza. <laughs> it's just so funny. That's what he said. I was like, that oh God. Me. Yeah. She's she, like, no, she, she looked like, at him and she was like, okay. okay a little bit of ick there. No <laughs> one, no one walks into a, a, an Italian New York pizzeria and the person says, how was the pizza? And you go, I love carbs. <laughs> It's like, okay, there's a little okay, check. Okay, check, check. check. Um, so then we meet Ariel's family, and yes. they, they meet up at a Brooklyn winery, and mm -hmm. her family is gorgeous. They're cool and badass. Like, yeah. they kind of have that energy. A thousand percent. Like, her dad is so handsome. Her brother was rocking this velvet suit. Mm -hmm. The mom, which I was so sad that we didn't get to hear from the mom, mom is in a gorgeous scarf shades on inside yeah, she, had, she had like sunglasses on inside which inside is a vibe. the biggest vibe i was like who is this incredible stylish icon we need more okay and it all again it all made sense yeah. i was like yes this is definitely ariel's family it was just that cool she probably said like energy she's probably like a famous designer or something it was just like well you have to pay for my likeness so if you're gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna just come onto the, your camera and give you views like you know she had that energy she was just like Hello, darling. And she oh, had like the shades on and she just she was, was mysterious. So cool. Very mysterious vibes. Very yes. cool. So yeah, we don't hear from from Ariel's mother, but we do first sit down with Ariel's brother. Yeah. Um, and Ariel had given Zach a heads up beforehand that her brother and her are like best friends and that he has let past exes of her know exes of hers know yeah. that he will beat them up if they hurt her. So this right. is kind of what we're dealing with. Zach knows that going in. And her brother, rocking his velvet jacket, came right out the gate and he let Zach know. He was like, which I love that someone said it. For the love of goodness, someone said it. He was like, I know technically that you're the bachelor in this and yeah. the whole thing is it's like, who are you going to pick? 
But at the end of the day, my sister is choosing you. Yeah. So you why should she? Why should she pick you? I was like, somebody said it finally. Yeah. Because we've had this whole energy this entire season where it's very much like Zach is the bachelor, and if he does not like you, he will get rid of you because he is looking for his wife and right. for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that her brother came right at the gate and said that. I do he have to say. Yeah. As soon as he said, uh, "Why should my sister choose you?" Zach sits in silence. And says, "My favorite. He was great question. Great question. Um, and then sits in silence for a half of a beat. And her brother says something like, "Nice answer." Yeah. <laughs> and, I was like, oh, God. and he goes, "That's pretty good, right?" Okay. So here's my thoughts on this. <laughs> it's like the re like you know when you know when you don't have an answer to something when you just slow everything. Uh, you you repeat the question. You do it slow. Interesting question." The reason why she, you're just trying your to sister Ariel, who we're talking about, should choose me <laughs> in this process that has been a very long process. You know, you just like long. drawing out is because, and then he just gives like the classic like. I have a big heart. I have a lot to give, and I care about her a lot. And then he At throws least, in. And I'm a pretty good cook. Yeah. And the joke did not land, no. my friends. Mm -mm. The joke did not land. Know your audience. Bo Brother Bobby was like, not funny. He's and not it wasn't. <laughs> he was the audience. Yeah, he was just like, okay. Um, but then but then the when her's her birthday, what's her middle name? That was a brutal one. That, that was, was a brutal, brutal one. And I don't blame, you know, him not knowing all those things because like again you're not gonna sometimes you're not gonna sit there and have the, if you've only hung out with this person like for 24 hours realistically sure sometimes you're not gonna get to the birthday or the middle name i understand but, but it, it is jarring to be meeting with the family and you don't know her birthday or her middle name it was a window though into the process that is yeah. this show and truly i don't feel like we see that that often on display uh in the show is the realization of oh that fourth How wall little. is breaking again it happened last week when zach was like I don't know much about you, so what's your favorite color? And you're yeah. like, oh, this is, he's saying this to the person who spent the most time with right. him so far. So it was, the, it was a peak where you're like, okay, let's make it clear. The leads probably don't know the last names of these individuals. Yeah. Like, that's how quick this process is. I do feel, though, that Zach had a really good answer. And the answer was something to the effect of, like, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that's important when it comes to connection, like knowing a birthday, like those things will come. I, I want, you know, obviously I want to know those things, but like falling in love and being connected, that's not what makes you connected. If you know someone's birthday, you know, their middle name. So sure. I did kind of, I thought that was a good answer. You kind of like basically called out the fact that like, yes, I don't know every detail, but from what we've experienced, we have an amazing connection, which right. I felt like is the only answer you could possibly give. Totally. And to Zach's credit, I have to say I was of everything we've seen from Zach, my thought was, oh my God, the second that the brother sat down and was grilling him about, you know, all sorts of the birthdays and, and, and why Ariel should choose him and all of this. The vibe I got from Zach is that he'd be the type who'd be like, oh, a little bit of a problem, a little bit of a hiccup in this relationship. Brother's posing a problem right now. 
I don't think this is going to work out, especially with his thing with family. I was expecting him to be turned off. I'm like, there's no way that he's going to choose Ariel for the final three. Like he's out because there was a little bit of a hiccup in this situation or it didn't go how he thought it was going to go. And they, and the brother wasn't like, come here, bud. And like giving him big hugs and like sending them off to go be wed. Um, he did say, he's like, I a hundred percent in his ITMs. He said, I a hundred percent understand what Bobby's talking about. I makes complete sense to me. I'd feel the same exact way. And then at the end of the date, and we'll talk about her, uh, dad in a second, but at the end of the date, uh, Zach sat with Ariel and he was like, I thought it went, it went well. Yeah. And so I was surprised by that. And I, to his credit, I thought he handled everything very well. And he wasn't, he didn't pull her aside afterwards and complain and go like, I don't understand why your family has a problem with me and yes. da, 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 da. like he got it. He yeah. got why this whole process is bizarre and why a close family might be like, we feel weird about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I agree entirely. I think, I think he handled it well and he got grilled a little bit and I think it was good. Yeah, it was for good him to feel that. Yeah, absolutely. You know absolutely. I mean? um, okay. Quick pause. And then I want to talk about Ariel's okay. dad. So, family, question for you. Do you know how much your subscriptions cost? Apparently, most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200 a month. Okay, and if I'm being honest, mine costs a little more than that. Yikes. Um, I, I needed help. Okay, I needed help. And if you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month... You need the help like I needed the help, and that help is through Rocket Money. Ooh, oh, love Rocket love Money. Love Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spendings, and helps lowers your bills. Uh, all in one place, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. And we all have those. I have more than I want to admit, but I'm working on it, Jess, okay? <laughs> We both do. We both do. Uh, Thank God for rocket money. Okay. We needed rocket money. So you simply find the subscriptions you don't want and press cancel and rocket money will cancel it for you, which means no more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used rocket money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I know personally it has saved me about $1,000 per year, which is incredible. Thank you, Rocket Money, for reminding me that I have that app that turns my voice into animal sounds. It was cute for a day, but I didn't need to be paying for it for two years. So thank you, Rocket Money. Or if Ember buys it on your phone. <laughs> uh, stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. That's rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. Rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. So this time of year means spring cleaning. And if you're anything like me, it's also your annual reminder that you need more storage space. Yes, hello. I'm still in process of the final cleaning of the room. And it absolutely has required more storage for that serious organization. And I've been getting some gorgeous dressers from Article because Article has our favorite furniture out there. Seriously. So good. Our whole house is an article, I think, at this point. Yeah. We love article. We love it for so many reasons. For one, the design is incredible and curated. An assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and boho designs make furniture shopping simple. And uh, also, we are talking quality. The Mm -hmm. pieces we bought from article years ago still look amazing. Still stood the test of time. Our dining room table is amazing. I know. It really has stood the test of time. It looks fantastic still. Um, And of course, they have amazing prices and they 
offer fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Bonus, they won't leave you waiting around, okay? You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way, which is so nice. They have incredible customer service, absolutely incredible customer service. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash mom dad and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash mom dad for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Ariel's dad, mm-hmm. I absolutely love their conversation. Yeah. Um, her dad said, like, of course he was coming in and he's like, okay, what's going on? Obviously this process is bizarre, but he's happy that she's happy and he trusts her judgment. And he makes a comment that stuck with me so deeply that mm-hmm. as a daughter to hear that from a parent means a lot he let her know that she has proved hundreds of times that she has seen things in a different better way than he has mm. we love that moment when we see the humility of a parent understanding like oh look at my child who's like surpassing well, it's me like trust you know yes. it's like i trust you to make decisions as opposed to like i'm still lording over you and i know what's best for you and you don't 100 and it, but i'm saying it even goes beyond that it's not even like oh i trust your decisions it's like oh i've seen so many times when you saw something yeah. different than i did and you were right right and I loved that moment. I thought that was such a beautiful moment yeah, it's, with her it's, family. It's really cool. And I loved him. And um, the yeah, only says, thing, the only thing that was a little weird was when he told, when Zach told the dad, I could feel different week to week. That was yes. a little bit of a red flag. I, I was like, Oh, you slipped your words on that one. I know. I probably yes. know what you're trying to say, which is like, I can't give you a determining, I, you know, decision right now if I'm going to go with Ariel, but you know, I'm following my heart. Like, that's what you got to say as opposed to like, but you know, I feel different. I'll I'll feel different week to week. It's like, you know, he literally said, he's like, I feel different every day. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) oh, geez, don't say that out loud. Don't say that to the dad of the woman. Yeah. Especially after the dad brought up the very real percentage, the 25% number. He's like, okay, hold on a second. So what you're saying to me, but even regardless of that bumble on Zach's part of that fumble bumble, uh, her dad was still like, Hey, listen, this is what we had in our conversation. And I have my thoughts, but you're you and I trust you. Yeah. And uh, if this is what you want, we'll absolutely support you and love you. And I yeah. loved that. I loved yeah, that. I loved it. Um, so yeah, their date ends. And again, you know, it, even though it was a little more of a um, interview with the brother with Zach, Zach doesn't seem to waver in his conversation with Ariel afterwards. And she says to him that her family liked him. Uh, and Zach isn't reeling after or anything. So yeah. seems like they have. And she said, I'm falling in love, right? She was kind of like, I'm falling. Or you could say that. She, something like yes, that. Like right. you could yes, say that yes, I'm falling. Yes, yes, She says that she's falling in love yeah. with him. Yes, correct. So that was the first one. That was the first one. Um, so next we have Charity's Date. And what they got to do is something that I told you would be my ideal situation. the ideal setup? I've said this before. If I have a hometown date, the idea of having you meet my family first and then we get to have our hometown date one-on-one yes. after is to me a game changer Way better because you don't know how the family is going to handle you. You don't know what the dynamics going to be like. So it's nice to then be able to have a, a time to have conversation afterwards and be like, remember it's me and you here. Yeah. Um, but also too, your nerves are so high before going into the family, the hometown portion of the, the date um, or the family portion of the date, excuse me, that I feel like 
I'm sure that often the lead and the individual are feeling a lot of nerves during their date portion before going Yeah, in. they can't like enjoy their time together versus after if it went well, you're really enjoying it. I'd be it. so on edge the entire time. Also, so on I edge. always prefer to meet someone I'm afraid to meet in the daytime. <laughs> I think... I think that, you know, daytime speaks to just a more lax vibe. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Nighttime speaks to like, it's a serious vibe. Yes. Right. If I, if I want to take you on a date and I say, let's get lunch versus I want to get dinner, one signals a more intense vibe. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. It's more of a barbecue backyard hang anyways, too. So yeah. the energy was even more mellow than like, we're sitting at a dinner table in the, in, in our house or at a restaurant. Well, it's just a lot more intense. And they had the, the whole family there and also like a bunch, like five, I think of charity's friends. So they walked in on a full blown party. Yes. Like there's, you know, 25 people that there. Too. Lots of people. And I feel like I would love that way more too. When you're sitting across from like two people and it's like, Oh God, this is, it feels like an interview. It's yeah. so intense. Like you can't volley to someone else at the table when there's only two or three people there. But when you got a whole a whole crew of people outdoor. there outdoor and then, of course, they walk in and that would already put me at ease. But then they walk in and all of Charity's family and friends, like we were yeah. saying, were absolutely, absolutely lovely. And right away, you know, they're like, come on and sit down. Yeah. And her parents, again, the dad loved her dad. Yeah. He was so, so sweet. Right away getting teary-eyed. Char uh, Charity clearly just absolutely adores her family. Tears in every conversation. Every minute was a tear. Making sure it was one of those moments where she was giving her parents and her family members the flowers in the moment and letting them know on TV, which I love, on TV, how much of an amazing example they've been, how much she treasures them yeah. um, and letting just like the public know, like, yeah, these are how incredible my family members are. I thought the are. brother did, did an amazing job yes. at like, <clears throat> also he was, he was very unattractive. <laughs> so handsome. Yeah. I mean, it's like you look at charity, right? Charity is like stunning. Yeah. Absolutely you know, stunning. and then you're like, maybe she's the only stunning one in the family, you know, and then in you the get, but in the family. whole family stunning and the brother's like stunning and you're like, okay, it's one of these, you know? Um, but yeah, he was just super cool. And I felt like he was, mm -hmm. he was like nice. He asked a couple, uh, questions that were, you know, I don't know, probing or interested, but he also, when he, yeah, would, he brought when, up the other women, when Zach would respond, he would, he wouldn't like scowl at him. Like he would smile and be nice and cordial. And I just thought he did a really good job of like being protective of his sister, but then also like nice to Zach being like, we might be friends one day, you know, that kind of, vibe. totally. And then. When Charity had the conversation with her brother, too. I mean, he... Yeah, he was cared about her so much. Oh, my tell. gosh. You could tell that their bond is, like, very, very deep. And she said that, like, her brother's her best friend. And he was talking about how he didn't want to see her go through the heartache that he's seen her go through already. And how she deserves everything. And he's starting to cry. And I was just like, this is an unbelievable bond. Yeah. Yeah, they and were really, you could tell they were very close. Very close. She said he's her best friend. Yeah. And he was talking about how hard it's been since she's been gone. So yeah. clearly, like, you know, at least they they talk a lot or see yeah. each other a lot. And um that through line was carried out in the conversation then with her mom too, and how, you know, everyone was missing her. So I'm yeah. I'm hoping that if everyone is like so close and spends so much time together in her family, that maybe we will get more of Charity's family as she is the bachelorette. Yes. I'm really hoping for that. Maybe they'll be in the mansion just hanging out. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I would like <laughs> seriously. <laughs> There's upstairs. 
<laughs> be like, listen, I would do that exact thing. I'd be like, listen, if I'm going to be the bachelorette, we have a caveat. Yes. I have a couple members of my family. And it's my besties. They're moving into the mansion. They're coming with me. You don't have to pay me more. Okay. You can give me a low, a low budge salary situation, but I need family and friends yes. with me because I can't handle all you producers. No. Okay. I need some, some wisdom from my family. Um, but yeah, her mom and her conversation was absolutely lovely too. That's oh, and then her mom asks if she's falling in love. Right. And she says, again, someone is not full. She says she's in the process, but she's not ready to say the words. Yeah. You know, and her mom's a little bit like, well, you know, sometimes you gotta say the words, but it's something to think about that you're not ready to say mm. those words yet. Um, but then they end up going on their date where they go line dancing, I loved which it. was so fun. Movement outside, you know, out not out uh out in life, not just like at some stuffy dinner where you're going to have kind of feel tense. It was, it was nice. And let me say this. After that, I, her date, her family date couldn't have gone better. You and I looked at each other and we're like, yeah. this was the best. It, th- it, it literally couldn't have gone better. And then they have the dancing after and they're holding each other. And he is sharing with her um, about how he feels. And then she ends up telling him that she is falling in love with him. She takes that step and he's like, you don't know how good that feels to hear and he's talking about how there's something super special between them and you and i look at each other and in that moment we're like he picks charity like we were like oh charity yeah. she's a i mean she's incredible of, she's at least one of two you know yeah 100 I mean? yeah. and so at the end which we'll talk about the rose ceremony i was baffled yeah baffled and i'll talk I'm, because there was nothing nothing in the family date that he alluded to, and especially not in their line dancing, that made the audience, and I know now her too, feel like, oh, maybe he's not fully there. Like he was affirming their relationship. So yeah. I was like fully blindsided. Definitely. A thousand percent. I did not see that coming. No, not at, at all. all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, so then next we have Katie and Katie uh it lives in Austin just like Zach it's lives so in Austin. It's so hard to beat, dude. Your hometown. I mean. That's going to be tough to beat. Just starting off with that. I've heard, I feel like I've heard in a few interviews where a leader or two will be like, yeah, it's something that isn't talked about a lot, but the distance is massive. Like massive. you all of a sudden choose someone and they're on the other side of the country and you don't really think about it until <laughs> until the show ends yeah and i was thinking too i'm like oh my god if zach picks katie yeah. and they live in austin typically the lead and the and who they choose they only get to see each other a couple times yeah. when the show's airing to try to keep it secret and they do like a secret airbnb i'm like oh my god if zach lives in austin i bet he could sneak around all the time and like show up to her apartment or they could sneak places because they're totally. so close by yeah. and he lives there. So it wouldn't be like if people saw him there, they wouldn't be like, why is Zach in Austin right. or why is Katie in Austin? It's like, oh, they both, live, they both there. live there. So if he ends up choosing her, I bet they were doing some secret meetings. I thought, I thought that this date was sneakily the most effective date you could ever have. Yes. Because in the town together, grocery shopping, hanging out, building for like all this stuff was like, it was like you're simulating life yes. in your hometown. So you were seeing all the things you're used to seeing. He probably drove by his own house. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's not romantic in the way that like you guys they were doing anything special. But there's but romance in that. There's romance in that day to day where like you that. just got to 
feel what it would be like to be together. Yes. Yeah, a thousand percent. Which is very powerful. Yes. They were playing house, essentially. They were going grocery shopping. And then when she had him come back and then they're driving in her car and they get to go back to her apartment. So he sees where she lives. Yeah, They're picking up pasta and she's like, what gluten-free pasta do you want or whatever? And he's like, (laughs) gluten-free pasta. I like Chef Boyardee. He's like, is this a Whole Foods? What are we doing here? Let's get over to the Ralph's where they got the good stuff. Give me that craft, baby. Give me the craft mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but then when they got back to her apartment and she just, she really, she got that system on lock. She's like, build me things. Well, I have to move in. So can you build my dresser and build my beds? Like, (laughs) can you build all Mm -hmm. the, by the time that man left, her apartment went from bare to fully to furnished flawless. all the she lights she had him working she the had whole him, day. and i do have to say he was quite handy he was i was i, was, uh, I mean i mean he put up a light and then he read instructions to build something. i'm just I'm saying, just saying I'm it's just, not like he like saying. was like saw soldering what i'm saying to you is what i see in their future if they end up together is an hgtv show okay oh. i'm getting an hgtv vibe i feel like they were really pushing they that have on that us vibe. they have that vibe a thousand percent building furniture with zach and katie yeah what? <laughs> i mean they can start it off as a youtube channel and yeah. then they can really network and build and make it link a and full link and build and make it a whole hgtv i love it show series I love it. Uh, you know, and she's charming and he can read the instructions. Yeah. I felt like, I just felt like, yeah, and they're la- like, they were doing the rom-com stuff that yes. you do when you yes. live in together. So it was like, put the light up, build the bed, lay in the bed after you build it and talk about your future together. You know what I mean? Like it was very, it was like rom-com. if I was in that situation and I was on the fence, I feel like that would seal the deal for me. Yeah. And you're in your hometown, so you're not having to uproot your life. Like, I'd be blown away. I, I mean, if if obviously he doesn't ruin everything next week, Katie it's winning. Katie winning seems like. I mean, it seems like a shoe in at this well, point. Well, we've talked about this before. This is the clear front runner. She's I mean, been the clear front runner for weeks, and that definitely didn't change this week to me. And she's very charming. She knows yeah, how she to really make is. him feel. She's like just always leaning up on him, making him feel yeah. strong, you know, <laughs> build that stuff for me. You know, I don't know. She's she's very good at like, yeah. you know, making him see his life with her. I think that's what was. That's very true. You know what I mean? Well, then before they went to her um, to meet her family, she reminded him again that it's just her mom. Yeah. Um, and well, and her brother, of course, but about the background with bio dad and then stepdad leaving um, and just how much she loves her mom. And oh, my God, I was getting teary eyed when she was doing the ITMs talking about how much she loves her mom and how much she respects her mom and how much her mom has done for her as a single parent this whole time. And. I was getting all sorts of emotional. And when they showed up at the house, I mean, that bond was deep. And Katie's not a crier. No. So, you know, whenever you see someone who's not a crier cry, you kind of go, whoa, this is hitting them hard. Yeah. Because time. you don't really see her ever. No. And when mama gets brought up, that's when the tears mama, start. Mama's, mama bear is the one. Yeah. She, and, and I mean, the second that they sat together, it felt like it was so sleepover vibe to mm-hmm. me. Like mom pulled her into the room and they like got on the bed and they were just having kind of this sleepover energy. The together. energy was like they've been each other's 
Brock's for their whole lives. You know, I had that look of like, we're buddies and we've been through it all together. And that's what Katie basically said to her where she's like, I really like him, but like, I need to know to move forward, like what your thoughts are on this situation. And so when she, your mom, is the, is Katie's mom your mom? <laughs> she reminded me a because lot of my mom. Because their look and vibe were very similar the whole time. <laughs> the whole time I was like, is this my mom? I was like, oh my God, I had no idea you were <laughs> sisters with Katie. <laughs> She's very much my mom. The, yeah, it was it wild. Was, it was funny. I think I felt a, a deep affinity for mm-hmm. her too because I was, like, I was like, mom. <laughs> mom. Um, but when Zach, then Zach and... Um, her mom have the conversation mm-hmm. it goes well and then she lets katie know she's like what do you want me to say to you like yeah i think he's charming and wonderful and i can totally see him fitting in with you and i would 100 percent accept him into the family mm-hmm. um and i mean that's what katie really wanted to hear and through this whole conversation in this process you know, we see then Katie, I believe it's her aunt that she's talking to. And she's talking about how she was like, I feel like every man has failed me in my life mm. um, aside from my brother. And I'm very interested to see if that's some a conversation that they have coming up. And also to, you know, with the fantasy suite coming next week, depending on what Zach does yeah. to see if that is a big moment, like a, mm-hmm. a big transitional moment for katie if she feels like she loses trust in zach if zach yeah. promises he's not going to do something and then yeah he just you know. yeah it was also so, interesting that she goes you know zach's not my normal type and then the mom's like yeah totally i didn't see that either that was interesting was like, i was like what, what is katie's of, normal type i think it's like tatted biker dude i don't know why i have this feeling but i just feel this feeling that she's dated a bunch of like bad boys okay. and then she and then he's you know he's like a much more like he's very like laced up like, laced up is he a know. cpa what is the good he? thing about this uh <laughs> this outfit i have is you could wear it while you golf and work it's more of a golf work look you know what i mean he's got that energy like can that be worn to a business trip or to a date night he's got that energy you know what i mean <laughs> practical you know where before it's like hop on my bike babe what you yeah. know what I mean? So I have a feeling that yeah, because like, she right, she did say that. And that mm-hmm. was a little moment that we hadn't heard from Katie. Where she's he's like, not it's not her type, normal type. What is the type? And I'm kind of thinking, what's kind of the opposite of Zach? Uh-huh. And it's like dangerous, rock like star. risky rock star vibe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Interesting. Um. So yeah. Again, another all four dates. I don't think we've seen in as long as I can remember. All four dates really go so well. I mean. We're dealing with four really incredible families, four extremely supportive, loving families. Um, And as far as Zach's concerned, like they were all like even those moments where brother was going in a little harder on him. Like he came out of it. It was a relatively smooth situation for Zach. So I was like, okay, I don't know. I really don't know who he's going to pick. I assumed he was going to not give a rose to Ariel because of the whole brother dynamic. Um, But he absolutely shook me and us to the core when he gave Ariel the first rose. I was like, what? I thought Ariel was definitely on the chopping block. But obviously before, he was visited by his angel, Mm. Sean Lowe. (laughs) And Sean Lowe didn't... It wasn't just a phone call this time, okay? He showed up. We hear a knock at that hotel room door and Zach just lights up because he knows he has made... He has been relentlessly bothering the producers and he's like i need sean now you brought this up and i thought this was super like 
why didn't they use Jesse for this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, understand. And I understand that Sean ended up marrying someone from the show. Yeah, so like Catherine. there's a connection yeah. there. I get that. But I feel like Jesse has worked about two hours yes. this entire season. <laughs> Even though he then really knocked out of the park with women. Tell no, all. I'm just, well, that was all that way. That was the two hours he yeah. worked. That was the two hours he worked. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> Sean, I like, no, and I like Sean. Sean seems like an amazing guy. But I felt like they sat down and had a meeting and said, who's less electric than Zach? <laughs> like, we got a guy who's very not electric. He's a nice guy, but like he's being accused of being a super boring bachelor. Who's less electric and more boring? I do have to say, Sean was definitely spicier on his season. On the season, but than, like, than, than what's then, going on And typically in interviews, he gives us more than Zach ever Because he would. shows up and he's just like, so how's it going? And then Zach's like, well, this is how I'm feeling about this. And he goes... And, and he goes, and this other day, he's like, very good. So how are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling nervous about this, this. And he goes, oh, I understand. Well, he well probably- in my experience, <laughs> what happened was I was a little nervous too. And then I thought to myself, who do I like more? And then I went with her. Thanks for having me. And it was just kind of like, What? was that for well he probably felt really defeated because he's been getting non-stop facetimes from zach for the past two months he's just like i gotta come back here like i thought that we were done with the first in person y'all didn't include the relentless facetimes from zach shall cross throughout the season in my contract and now i gotta come back so you know i'm just and you can even see the lack of connection too because they get up and they hug each other and he he didn't even like look at him he kind of hugged him and immediately turned (laughs) and walked out like i'm out of here and then you know zach like facetimed him while he's in the car are you in your car he's like what who is this is this zach what's up man are you in your car now (laughs) he's like yeah dude crazy huh what what kind of car did you rent (laughs) i don't know they gave me like a like a kia oh honestly kias are really good i like kias a lot what are you up to tonight are you just are you in town for the night or what are you doing for dinner you got any plans and he's like okay uh yeah, I know. I'm not really doing anything. Fantastic. I already booked reservations for us. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought you had a, a rose ceremony tonight. We'll do it before. We'll it's do crazy it before. how we're best friends. It's so crazy. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. He's I like, can't. we just work this. The contract's almost over. We just get this thing over He's with. so close. You know he'll be at the fi- the after the final rose yes. finale. You know he'll be you at the finale. No, and I'm sure they are friends. It's all fun and games, but like. It I is. don't think that they're friends. My, my favorite thing is just to think about them at dinner hanging out together. Friends. Like, what are they talking about? Like, there's got to be long. Like, you know, when you drive in a car with someone and you've tried to kind of like get a convo going and there's not a lot back and then you're just sitting in the car the, and you're like, so what kind of music off. do you like? We should turn that on. Like, that is what their dinners, I'd imagine, they're, are they're like. They're driving in a car, they're sitting at dinner, there's a long, awkward pause, and Zach's like, uh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> what's your favorite uh, Dave Matthews band album? Because you know he loves Dave Matthews Band. I mean, there's no question. <laughs> Zach loves Dave. I don't know even know what that means, but you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, he loves Dave Matthews Band, Hootie and the Boat Blowfish. He's like, truly, the ni- the late 90s. We know he, know- he loves Nickelback. He loves Nickelback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that guy's he's a caricature of himself for he sure. really is well yeah no i don't understand why is that i mean why jesse wasn't there again i get what you're saying where it's like okay sean and Catherine ended up working out and have a family but like they hired jesse to be this guy because he was a bachelor so it's like let him share with zach his bachelor experience the intimate moments he's of like host. let's catch up why aren't they having i don't understand yeah i'll never get it i'll never get it um well again yeah 
worked out for charity (laughs) i mean at the end of the day sure it didn't work out for zach but she's got an amazing adventure in front of her you know what i am she's gonna be so good i can't wait Um, but yeah he gives ariel the first rose and then katie and gabby and then sends charity home and that breakup with charity i was fuming watching it because he fully blindsides her and then he walks out with her and they sit down and he is silent silent it was so weird and he won't and i'm like are you expecting you just broke up with her and now you're wanting her to be the one to say something first. And she literally goes, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And he says, I know. <coughs> he says, I know. And then he just continues to be silent and just like let her cry. And she's like, it was, I was fuming watching yeah. it. And I'm like, when you break up with someone and then you walk, do the walkout with them and you blindside this person with the breakup and then you are waiting for them to be the initiator of the conversation. What are, what are they supposed to say? Yeah, well, it's interesting too because in the car she goes, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember if he, if we saw it, him say this, but if yes, if, we did. He said, um, he said that I know you don't want to hear this from me, but you deserve all the yeah, love I couldn't give yeah. you. And she's like, I don't even know what that means, you know. And I think that this is the hard truth of connections, which is it's just their connection maybe wasn't strong enough for him or whatever, so there was a reason. But it's one of those things where it's really tough because it's like. I agree with charity. I don't like when people say that because it sounds like they're trying to pander to you to make you feel better. Exactly. As opposed to just being like, honestly, the best thing he could have said is like, I care about you so much. And I just felt like our connection just wasn't quite on the level of the other women. That's it. That's the truth. But yeah, no, the The truth is not like I wish I I hope to give. Oh, you deserve the love. I couldn't give. it. Just it's not the truth. No, like you you said, you are capable of giving her the love. Yeah, but it just not there yeah. for you and you don't want to it so, does feel pandering yeah i don't it just like feels that. a little bit like patting you on the head as you leave a little bit i don't think totally. it's mean but i just feel like i understand what she was saying when she's like i don't understand what that means yeah. it's like, no, I don't when either. you're on the receiving end of that you're like okay what am i supposed to do with that yeah. what am i supposed it's to almost think like about firing that? you and going you're gonna be amazing one day yeah it's like why are you firing me <laughs> because your potential you're gonna be yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna absolutely, so you're such a hard worker you know it's like, like you're absolutely incredible but we're gonna have to let you go yeah you're just like wait it's just not what? a good fit here you know it's like what do you mean i'm not a good fit yeah but you think i'm an incredible at, right. my, at my job it's, like this is wild exactly no there was that moment it was the same thing too when he was like maybe i'm making the wrong decision and she stops him she goes don't say yeah, that don't don't go there that's not mm-hmm. fair to the person you're breaking up with like then maybe it's the wrong you're trying you're leaving that lingering thought in their mind like, no. No, 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 that's no, no, a classic like no 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 that's a classic like this is heavy and you're trying to kind of lighten the load a little bit. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But I am so excited for charity. Yes. So excited for charity, which brings us into the women tell all. Oh. I will say with the women tell all this year, um, the, f- the first few minutes I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, is this going to be a wildly dramatic women tell all episode after a season where everyone was getting along. Like I was shook for the first like five to 10 minutes. I'm like, this is not what I expected the energy to be at all. But then the rest of the episode then everyone kind of, you know, settled in. Yeah. And it was then a pretty low key episode. Um, I actually really enjoyed the women tell all this year. Uh, But yeah, so right out the gate, right out the gate with the women tell all um, we got the watch parties. The watch parties were killing me. Killing me. When they, first of all, Zach and Jesse are in a party bus. They show up to the watch parties in a party bus by themselves. So weird. Couldn't couldn't just be in the back of a nice car together. I mean, or like, a what limo. You, it's the Bachelor. Is it the classic to be in a party limo bus by yourself? So weird. It was like a sad birthday. 
You know what I mean? It was like, come to my birthday. We got a party bus. We're going club to club. And it's like, and then it's just this one guy in there. And they're like, you know what I'm starting to feel like? And now I'm just in my head about it is I feel like Zach wants to be Sean's best friend and Sean hates Zach and Jesse wants to be Zach's best friend and Zach likes Jesse, but he really wants to be Sean's best friend. And it's kind of this sad triangle where it's like Jesse really, he's there for Zach. He's always like, man, I got you. We got each other. I rented us this party bus. We're gonna have a great time. Just the boys driving around this party bus going to watch parties and Zach's a little more low energy and he's like, what's Sean doing? (laughs) He's like, Did you, is Sean so coming? Sad. And they're like, no, he had a, another thing. He's and then like, he's oh, bummed. Totally, totally, totally. I mean, I get busy too sometimes. I get really busy. And, and like, there's Jesse so many birthdays sad. I get invited to it. I can't be at. So it's like, I totally get it. Actually, it's better. Actually, it's better that he's not here because I, I wouldn't want him to feel any sort of pressure. And then Jesse feels so sad because he's like, am I not good enough for you? Yeah, he's like, it's like a surprise party. And then the person that created the surprise party didn't invite anyone else though, except just them. <laughs> And they're like, oh, is anyone else coming? No, just me and you. Quality time. You're like, ah, cool. (laughs) They show up to the Delta Gamma house. And when I say a crew of hundreds of Delta Gamma sorority sisters attack Zach. Yeah. It is an absolute madhouse. He literally has people piling on top of him. It is absolutely wild. (laughs) honestly yo if there is a listener from delta gamma please please uh like send us one of the voicemails or a or a email or a dm or something because i'd love to hear like how that whole thing went down yeah i'd love or to if hear. you're real or if you're not all hired actresses you know what i mean like or this is a crew yeah, because thing. i will i can't lie to you there were a lot of people that were so excited to see zach i was a little bit like i don't feel like this is the energy that we've been getting from this season and side everyone note, was so excited side to note, see zach. clues from um game of roses, a game of roses posted that he's like, wait, that looked familiar to me. Went back. I don't know whose season. Delta Gamma. With the last time they did a watch party invasion thing. Same sorority. Whoa. Yes. <gasps> so I don't know if it's a plant. Like does Delta Gamma. Delta Gamma also doesn't sound real. It's like Delta Gamma. It sounds <laughs> like if you, if, if you made up one. You know what I mean? You're like. It's like Delta Gamma. Like that's the first maybe, thing I would think of. Delta Gamma. Maybe Delta Gamma has some sort of stocks in ABC. Yeah. Like the dad owns ABC. And yeah, so like yeah, he's yeah. like. But clearly, if it is real, it's like a lineage. Like they do why these huge watch. It's like wow. maybe you got it in order to get into the sorority. You, you have to be a fan. fan. Yeah. You got to do like a full bachelor trivia beforehand. Yep. Well, I mean that whole thing. There, Zach is limboing under roses. They're taking Jello shots. Um, Jesse is truly living his. Yeah. His I wish they would have put life. us on the circuit. Me and you just in our sweats, like <laughs> eating food. Like, oh, what's up, dude? And he's like, what's up? And we're just like. Oh shoot! I'm playing Zelda, oh kind of half watching, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like I'm taking oh. notes. I'm like, oh my god, what's up, here dude? We are. Um, <laughs> like, do you mind? Okay, I'm like, you guys, I'm watching this live, and I have to take notes for the episode. So like, this is kind can of we, a problem because I have do to a pause check it. On this? Can you guys come back? Like, not when the show's actually airing. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Um, but I, I liked that. I love when they show the yeah, viewing parties. Like it it's too. absolute hectic chaos, and I live for it. Um, and then we dive into. Yeah. Uh, when we say hello to the women, which, by the way, there were many women who were not there. Balin, Davia, Brianna wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were a I couple first nighters like that weren't there. Too. Yeah, there were some first nighters, but there were a few individuals who had been on the show for a while who weren't yeah. there. I'm, I always am curious about why certain individuals aren't yeah. there. Um, like obviously, Davia and Balin were kind of shocking to me just because they they were on like Bailey well, was on the first that first night and then 
Davia was around for a while. So I just figured that like, not a no. while, but like at least, you know, three or four no, episodes. No, we had, we had, we had Balin who was there for, uh, for quite some time. Yeah. We had Brianna who won America's first impression, Rose. And then she was oh, right. there for a while. And right. there were a lot of, she you was know. The, she was in the highlights too. Yes, yeah. I know. I know. And then yeah, the Davia twerking, had been the there for a while. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those were fun. Yeah. Um, so I was interested about what, what that was about. Um, but then, yeah, we say hello to the women. And before we dive into all the drama. I have to give a big shout out to JP. I thought Jesse Palmer. Yeah, he was good. You know what? I can really be, good. I can be, you know, a little bit like, what is he doing? Da, yeah. da, da. I thought he crushed the women. To I, agree. I, I think agree. he did a great job. I felt like the energy, he kept up the energy the entire time. I thought he did a fantastic job. The show also helped him by not, by not doing all those like product placements they always do, which is just like, and this next girl's brought to you by Michelob Ultra. And you're like, what? And then she comes in with like a you know beer on her head and they're like, you know what I mean? It was like the last time was just no so... No virgin cruise. Yeah, it was just everything was brought to you by something. So yeah. it just made, made it feel really disingenuous. So I feel like the fact that he didn't have to huck a bunch of products... That's true. ...really helped That's with true. like his ability to actually like guide the conversation maybe he just he just laid down the law he's like i'm not doing that anymore you're not letting my true hosting genius shine yeah yeah so i felt like he was able to do a better job because he was a good host he was really good okay so the first the first conversation that gets brought up is christina right yeah and so brooklyn and christina Brooklyn's explaining, which by the way, Brooklyn's face rewatching everything yeah, was making me laugh so hard. Or she was all just like, said that. Um, no, but she was explaining that she felt like Christina's actions were kind of manipulative, that she was trying to intimidate everyone. Yeah. And that was Charity's moment. But then Olivia right away was like, hold on, I have a take on Christina. I think that she's bold. And I think she's saying what everyone's thinking. And it's Right away, all the women are interrupting her and being like, no, 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 you weren't there. You weren't there. And then Kat turns around and is just like, you weren't even there. You left night one. And shade. Olivia, the shade off of Kat and the turnaround. And by the way. That was a cool girls club comment for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, and, and Olivia, you know, sure, she she left night one, but she was there when a lot of the Christina drama started because yeah. it did start night one. It really did, especially specifically with... um. Christina and Brianna and Olivia was saying like okay this was my perspective cat through the shade and Olivia had the most incredible comeback it was a great comeback I've ever heard. it was a great comeback I've ever heard on the women tell all stage she goes absolutely Catherine I did go home night one and Zach got to learn about your personality and then he sent you home so what does that <laughs> say it was, was a like, sick comeback Mike drop of the century oh my good. god it's like yeah he didn't get the time to know me same result different path kind of uh yeah that was oh a great my line gosh and that was just and then cat was then coming in saying that christina was sucking the energy out of every room and you know i felt like you know obviously we all knew know my thoughts on how christina handled everything with uh brianna and charity during yeah. the season and i did not support that but you know christina then said that she uh it was the first time that she had heard people saying that they that she makes them uncomfortable and that she should have just probably stayed quiet a little more but it made her then want to talk more and have people get to know 
who she is more and then she shouldn't have done that. And she thanked the women for letting her know about how she can be that way so that she can be better. Christina played it very low. Christina key. was a politician. She perfectly executed a lie. <laughs> that's like, that's like, oh yeah. I respect. Yeah. First of all, I love hearing it was like it was like she was she was she was perfect in her response, but it was just like oh you know I'm grateful for this time. Thank you, ladies. Respect your opinions so much. Actually, he sent me an email once a month on what I can work on. Like it was just like <laughs> it was a little bit like I like she was just well, was she, like I do not want backlash. We're good. No, she was quiet the whole time when everyone was talking about her. She was sitting there, and Cat was next to her, yeah. being like she sucked the energy yeah, yeah, out of the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, and Christina's yeah, yeah. sitting there just like this. I thought Christina did a really good job keeping herself in check because she could have flown off the handle, and she just was sitting there the whole time letting Cat go off. And then and then um just the, but what I when I knew she was full of it with it with it was when she goes was not when she goes i'm sorry i made people uncomfortable and it's the first i'm hearing about it i'm really sorry about that i don't i didn't mean to do that right up until that point it's like oh that's legit i understand that but then when she goes and i appreciate everyone's opinions it helps me it's like oh okay like, I, like maybe i'm living with rose colored glasses on but i was a little bit like i feel like on this on the season when the women would talk to her that she, no, she was receptive. She did actually, even if she wasn't agreeing, like she true. did hear. She did, she wasn't then like being. She didn't pull a cat. Where then she was like, "How dare you say yeah, those things to me?" Like she true. was listening, and then no, when no, Zach no, pulled right, her aside, right. it was like, "Yeah, they did say that and talk yeah. to me." You know, I, and I didn't even mean it in a full of it like she's full of it way. I mean more in a, in a way of just like no one feels that way. You know what I mean? Like I think it's one of those things where you're like, oh, "I can see your opinion," but like not thank you. No, you know? totally. Well, then it merges to Anastasia versus the women. Oh, that was okay, a good one. now. This is wild because TikTok Victoria yeah, came for her all of a sudden said, listen, Anastasia, because they start talking about her wanting to be there, you yeah. know, for to grow her social media. And she was like, that is not why I came. TikTok Victoria, who, by the way, has so many followers. Yeah. So, you know, if we're talking about social. Takes one to no one kind of vibe. Let's talk, talk, talk about social media hierarchy as far as numbers go. Like she definitely has way more followers than Anastasia. But also, also Victoria going, hey, we have a, you know, mutual friend and we probably wanted the similar thing. You know what I mean? Like well, I have these TikTok stuff. I'm going for it. Like you're going for it too on, but you're acting like you don't kind of Sure. Thing. So, so Victoria, but again, Victoria's already, I mean, has been crushing it on social media. She yeah. did not need this. Right. Like with the the follower count that Bachelor Nation has been producing lately, like Victoria has way more followers. Like mm -hmm. this isn't gonna, you know, she already is crushing with the followers. But yeah, then she says they have mutual friends. Yeah. A mutual friend. And Anastasia told people she was only going on the show as a business opportunity. And Victoria says that she has the receipt. Yeah, she's like, we have a mutual friend that like we, we that you've texted this person and said, this is what I'm doing, whatever. Yes. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I believe the receipts. I mean, yeah. I, I, I believe the I would, receipts. I mean, it's not a shocking proposition that who, someone who's like a social media person comes on this show to get followers. Like, I think the worst thing that she could say is like, that's absolutely not true. I think at some point you have to just admit like, uh, you know, that's a byproduct of this, but it's not. The yeah. main, you know what I mean? That yeah, kind of thing. You can say you can 100% say, yeah. And again, you know me. I'm like, yeah, get on the show. Get your followers. Right, like, right, are you right. kidding me? There's You're no going to go through this that. torture. Like, get those followers through that. But she was saying the specific thing was that she was only going on the show as a business opportunity. Yeah. Um, the cat and then, out of nowhere. It's just like, like, and yeah. by the way, <laughs> she has a boyfriend when she went on the show and everyone's like, what? And Jesse 
Palmer. It's like, about, oh. You hear like, Rawr! and yeah. Tracy Palmer's like, wait, hold on. A boyfriend? She had a boyfriend going on the show? And that whole thing to it me. It was so over the top. That was like, I was like, yes. Like, Kat just made up some shit. She's been in a relationship for years. I have He's married. They're married and they have four kids. It was like. And she's like, no. It's like, worst case, it was like someone she hooked up with like a month before. Well, like, that was worst case. And she's like, because it, it melted down so fast because Kat goes, and she has a boyfriend. And was like, what? And then Anastasia's like, no, I don't. And she's like, well, who's that guy who's watching your dog? <laughs> she's like, my mom. It's like, mom. Well, then who's the guy with the boots then? You know, it was like it, immediately. And then she goes, I have receipts too, by the way. Like, she started just like using other people's lines. She was making me laugh so she hard. She was killing me. I liked it a lot because it made me laugh, but it was also like so empty. No. Like it was just clearly like she like, hooked up with a guy maybe a month or two before the show maybe and like that's well, what she was talking I don't even and know. And it also was like we had actually a clear path of something going on with what TikTok Victoria was yeah. saying and she was like oh we have receipts are we going to bust the receipts out but then Kat was like she has a boyfriend yeah. and you're like wait hold on hold on hold on because yeah the vibe that and I FYI she's wanted in all 50 states <laughs> like what <laughs> doing crimes of some sort I don't know but I've heard about it. I guess <laughs> because what I'm getting from that is that she probably because she had made some comment too. She's like, yeah, I saw him the week before the show film because we were both in Seattle. Yeah. And what I'm getting is it's like she probably hooked up with some guy yeah. right before they left, which, by the way, oh, I have a huge problem with that. I feel like the show, the show will then villainize people for like having sex or hooking up with someone before they go on the show. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like you're it's OK to go have sex with somebody and then go on right, the show right. like it's I have a very different opinion if you were in a relationship and you go on the show and are lying to the lead. But mm -hmm. like, OK, yeah, you, you hook up with somebody before you leave. And then as soon as you get kicked off the show, you call that person again. You're yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah, like, I right. mean, come on. There's like, nothing it's, wrong with that. it's just that's the vibe that I was getting that Anastasia probably told the ladies like, oh, yeah, there was this guy. And maybe she like, you know, shared something yeah. like there was a guy beforehand and he was cute and we hooked up and da, da, da. And then it's like, he has a, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. And by the way, like, oh, like, no. And then there is the Kylie and Anastasia conversation. Yeah. And in that conversation, we find out that Anastasia and Kylie were even roommates. Mm -hmm. So Kylie was like, okay, you even, you know me. And then Genevieve comes out and is talking about microaggressions and is yeah. explaining to Anastasia how harmful it is to talk about or to use the word aggressive. And she breaks down the whole microaggression piece of it. And then Anastasia, this was a moment where it's like, okay, this was when the Anastasia can listen to Genevieve who is speaking to her and listen to Kylie and like take that moment to acknowledge like, okay, let me hear you out as you yeah. name it. We hear this later from Dr. Kira. Let, as you name it, let me hear this out, okay? But then Anastasia takes this whole turn of like, well, I already said, I already talked to Kylie and said, I'm sorry. And Kylie's like, okay, first of all, no, that's not how it, how it went. You called me and you were panicking basically about how this was going to make you look. Yeah. And then Kylie ended up, you know, saying to her, this is actually how it went. I hope you learn and grow from this. But this was a moment when it was like, okay, Anastasia, Genevieve is explaining to you the harm in saying aggressive and talking about the microaggressions. And you just don't have that moment as she's naming it to pause and hear what Genevieve and Kylie are saying to yeah. you. Um, and yeah, then like I said, Kylie was saying Stoss was calling and she was playing the victim, but yeah. she hopes that she learns from this. Yeah. 
Oh, um, okay. And then there was Cat. I said Cat versus the women, but it's you yeah, know mostly yeah, yeah. mostly Cat in Brooklyn. Um, and then. They start talking about obviously when Kat pulled Zach and Kat was saying that she was extremely taken aback by Brooklyn's reaction, that she apologized immediately after it all happened. And we see Charity say, well, not immediately. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then when they go to Char Charity, Charity says, yeah, she did eventually apologize and we're good now, but it was the timing of everything. It was not cat not picking up on like it was the timing of this brooklyn then says listen we were just having a conversation about how charity had um the whole group date rose situation with christina when that felt like you know she didn't get to enjoy her, the getting that group date rose and then covid with london and all of this and how charity has already been through it in this situation and we were just having that conversation and then zach walked in and you right away steal him and take that moment away and it was the timing of all this like this was not the moment um but my goodness brooklyn cat was just like it was the words you were saying and brooklyn did not back down yeah i just felt like it's, when I look at the whole thing after all this and I rewatch it and them sitting there, everything, I go, there's two things that happened. One is that Kat did that move and it was an insensitive move. Two, I felt like Brooklyn, we all know what we're doing here. We're trying to date this guy. We had no time with him. I'm going to get in my shots when I can. It was insensitive, right? Brooklyn came for her. I support her coming for her all the way, but I did think it was like, it, it's, you can argue that it was a lot. I and, and, uh, but then my favorite was that both Cat and Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Well, no, I love that Brooklyn didn't back down during the show. Like Brooklyn, no. you, everyone in the show either generally goes hard or goes like, "Well, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, now that I see it, I, I apologize. I'm weak friends now." And Brooklyn goes, "Nope, if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up." And she just kept going harder and harder. So I love that Brooklyn didn't back down. Like it made for a much more entertaining experience, and I support her a hundred percent. And I also thought it was funny that like Cat doubled down on the like you attacked my character thing because I'm like. I don't like I don't understand how you doing one action and then someone calling that action classless means you are a classless individual. Right. And it's like, no, cat, you're missing it. Like that was a, a sh kind of a shady move right. to do to your friend. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're a classless person. It just means that that move was classless. Right. So you can separate you from an action and be like, right. that action doesn't represent everything well, I know. And was, if someone criticizes that action, they're not criticizing my, my well, person. It was then how like, you know, Kat was like, you know, saying I'm I'm a good person. And, you know, there were numerous women backing that up and right. being like, Kat's so kind and wonderful. Right, right. And it's like, maybe she is. I think but, she totally but, but probably that, is. But that, that action wasn't cool. Right. It was insensitive. You took away Charity's moment, especially in light of the fact that they were just talking about how Charity hasn't had that moment. Yeah. And then you did that. And it wasn't cool. And I feel like with Brooklyn, I absolutely loved her on the show because she brought that energy. But if I'm being critical of like, actually how to do this and, and get away scot-free so that it, her actions kind of shine as like the problem. But like Brooklyn going off on, on uh, Christina and going off on Kat kind of put Brooklyn in a category of like, now you have to choose how you feel about Brooklyn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Brooklyn then ended up being like, ooh, some people are like, well, Brooklyn, you got to chill. Like, that's too much. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was kind of a funny, like, situation. I loved it. I loved it. I did too. Well, I and did. then Jesse, Jesse Palmer just stayed messy up in here because he cut them off in their conversation and he goes, 
listen and clearly they were not resolved clearly they weren't vibing with each other brooklyn yeah. and cat were not no, feeling each other and jesse palmer interrupts and says listen hopefully we get some resolve this this helped with some resolve and if we don't get the resolve here today well there's always summer on the beach yeah and i'm like you Smooth messy transition. king <laughs> you Smooth messy transition. king with the bachelor in paradise yeah. um okay so then we have a few hot seats with yeah. the ladies first in the hot seat we have jess um who is so sweet just so absolutely sweet. lovely when she was talking about her glitter yeah jp was like the glitter was always was everywhere, everywhere all over zach and she's like i love my glitter it makes me feel powerful and wonderful mm. i was like jess you are just she's just a harmless deer she's just an absolute treasure yeah. of a person and i love that she was talking about how um how she was so proud of herself by yeah. how strong she was and how she was getting emotional watching their breakup not just because it hurt but because watching it, she was so proud of how she handled it. And mm -hmm. I was like, hell yeah, you should be proud. All of us were at home watching, being like loving every yeah. single moment of how she handled that and stood up and made her feelings and thoughts very clear and direct to Zach. Agreed. So absolutely Agreed. just love, yeah. just love uh, Jess. Um, and then we had Greer in the hot seat. And, you know, of course, there's a little bit of the conversation about uh, how the breakup and everything. The breakup and especially like, you know, her, Jesse Palmer being like, oh, I thought you were going to get, um, be getting far yeah. because there was the first impression rose and how then she started to question everything when they got to London and she was like, she was saying it wasn't about the tea. Yeah. It was about, you know, is this thing not moving forward and how she mentioned that she even maybe wanted to go home in London and they yeah. had that conversation. Um, but more importantly, they end up having a conversation about Greer defending her classmate who had posed in blackface. And I was shocked because it was so blatantly obvious last year when they completely avoided having the conversation about Eric Schwimmer in blackface on After the Final Rose mm -hmm. when so many of ba people in Bachelor Nation were saying, you need to have this conversation. This is something that's important um, to name, which we'll talk about. Uh, but... Now, I'm assuming because they had so much feedback after they avoided that from people in Bachelor Nation who were enraged that they ignored this absolutely necessary conversation. Um, and then on top of it, we're having uh, black Bachelor Nation alumni having to carry the emotional burden of having those conversations after the show that they avoided, specifically uh, Michelle who had this conversation on Bachelor Happy Hour that then maybe they were like, okay, now we're going to have this conversation. Now, it's not my apology to choose to accept because I'm a white woman. It's certainly not uh, for me to decide whether the way that they addressed this on the show was suffice or right or whatnot, but it did go in the direction that hopefully is now going to be how Bachelor Nation moves forward in addressing these conversations. And like Dr. Kira Banks, who they brought on, talking about actually naming the racism, like putting a name to it and how important it is to have these conversations. So, you know, especially with now um, Charity, who is going to be our bachelorette, um, I'm I'm certainly hopeful that moving forward that maybe they'll have someone like Dr. Kira Banks or Dr. Kira Banks herself um, to be having these conversations because like they were saying, Dr. Kira Banks sat down with Greer, sat down with Jesse, you know, hopefully maybe sitting down with production, with staff, 
and moving forward in that direction, mm. most certainly. Mm. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. And just, you know, Palmer, just JP saying that, you know, the show had made a bunch of mistakes in the past. I thought yes. it was good. So I thought, I thought it was just yeah. good that like they addressed it. I thought it was yeah, good. Because of the they, franchise, <clears throat> we've done a very poor job of addressing yeah. serious topics head on. And again, just like Dr. Kira Bank said, naming, naming the racism, putting a right. name to it. They could have tried to, let's not talk about it. But the fact well, that's that they, what they did with Eric That's last what I'm saying. Year, yeah. That's what they've kind of known to do. And the fact that they didn't, I felt like was, hopefully this is the right direction they're heading in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said, it's like, you know, obviously we've had conversations before about like, okay, how are you choosing the contestants? Or right, are you right, looking right. into the background and making sure that these leads and other contestants feel safe in this space? And that's one thing. Um, but when these conversations do come up, the fact that they need to happen and the right. importance of them happening publicly when you have a show like this and putting a name to right. it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next, we have Catherine in the hot seat. And I mean, Catherine's hot seat was, it was just just kind of sad that she got dumped. Cat just cat more cat more than anything just seemed confused. You know what I mean? She was just confused. Yeah. She was just like, "How did this happen?" I thought we were. I thought I was the one. Yeah, she's like, like, she was just going, like, well, "How's this possible? This has never happened to me." You could just tell it was like, "I've never been ever dumped before." Like this is confusing. Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, I will say in her conversation, one of the moments that did stick out is that she said that this whole show has impacted her family more than she thought that she now has a mother-daughter relationship with her mom because of this show, which was yeah. wonderful to hear. It's like, okay, when she was saying that, when she said it impacted her family more than she thought, I was like, oh no, has this been mm -hmm. like a serious like negative impact on the family? But to hear that it's brought her and her yeah. mom together. That is nice. It's amazing. So hopefully there was interesting. I, th I, I thought that it was interesting that she seemed confused by the breakup. Then when she was talking to Zach, she was, she was like, so tell me what happened. But one key word that I thought was very interesting was that she said he gave up before hometowns. And I just thought that was an interesting comment. That is interesting. I was like, it's oh, very that's interesting. how you feel. You know what I mean? The way you feel about it versus like, oh, we were working out or I don't know what happened. It was like a, you stopped trying for some reason. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, then we, of course, have Charity's yep. hot seat. And the thing about Charity's hot seat that I thought was so interesting is first thing Jesse asks, how many people thought Charity was going to end up with Zach? And almost every woman raised their hand. Uh-huh. That was a very interesting tell because, you know, uh, the, 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 the people on the show have a different perspective than we do as viewers because we're getting shown a certain edit. So it was very interesting to see that most every woman who was there thought Charity and Zach were going mm -hmm. to end up, which also added to the whole blindsiding situation when he broke up with Charity when he did, especially like JP said too, that family date was yeah. so amazing. Like I came out of nowhere and I was Charity, definitely Charity seeing, was like, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, I was seeing Gabby and Ariel go before Charity. So the fact that before either of them was yeah. shocking. I know. I know. Um, well, then we have, you know, we were shown uh, some behind the scenes stuff. We had the twerking session, yeah. which was super fun. Allie, who hadn't kissed in a while, was asking to have Anastasia help her practice. And yeah. at first they were sitting there together and I'm like, are we going to have a makeout on screen? Right, I was like, right, yes, right. yes, Let's yes. Go. And then she was making out with an orange. Right, <laughs> that right, was right, really right. funny. Allie's reaction to all of that was making me laugh so hard. She was like falling over like, oh my God, they're not showing this, mm -hmm. are they? These were the moments where I'm like, oh my God, there's so many wild moments in the show. The women were so fun and crazy when you saw the behind the scenes. And I'm like, I want more of that on the show 
Yeah, I don't know why they don't include that stuff. Show us no the fun, silly stuff, not just like all the emotional ITMs. We love an emotional ITM, but like for the love of goodness, like show, show us the, the fun slapping. times. That would have been a great supercut. That would be so much fun to see, especially when you have a, a season like this where all the women are really getting along yeah. so well, where you're like, okay, so there's not going to be like drama in the house where people are hating on each other. Show us then the joy in the house and everyone's silly and having a great time. Right, right. Give us endorphins something. here give us yeah, something yeah, yeah. um then zach is here zach is here for the hot seat and he basically you know he comes in he's like i'm so nervous yeah i'm freaking out right but i mean <laughs> his his role i know that they filmed for forever but what we saw of it was that he didn't have to have too much of an intense interview yeah with the ladies like you said he addresses his connection with cat um he talks with charity uh, with Jess and it's all a little bit like yeah you know I don't know I just I surprised I was surprised that it didn't work out too that was yeah, kind of it over like, and over you're, again you're trying to answer unanswerable questions which is like I don't know I just didn't like him as much if I was on the show and the lead dumped me and we had this moment I when they got to me and would say do you have any questions I literally would be like nah I'm good like I would just be like nah I, yeah. I don't even want to know I, I we're, like, we're, why are you the way you are <laughs> That's a tough one. It's a tough one. Those is the classic question. Every time someone breaks up, it's like, why? It's like, it's going to be an awkward conversation because what are you supposed to right. say? And then how am I supposed to feel hearing it? Like it's going to be awkward. hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that was casual, but then of course they got into the bloopers and we see that Zach is such a sweaty king. Sweaty I have king. no idea that this man sweats so much. I could tell. I mean, he was definitely uh, moist for a lot of the season so far. Very moist guy. I feel like typically I notice the moist. I guess with him, I just haven't noticed the moist so much. Just and sweating. he was drenched. Dripping. Ringing out. Just it's towel a lot. after Is that towel. a nick for you? Big sweat? Uh, Depends on the no, if I if I like if I yeah, like the person, no I don't think about it. But if I'm not super into you and you're trying to like flirt with me and you're sweating everywhere, That's then true. yeah. If, if a guy comes up to you and he's sweating like a just nonstop and then he's like, so uh, you come here often? That's a bad look. But if you like it, yeah, I know what you mean. The sweat if, is specifically if bad like, if you don't like If someone. some like creepy dude at the bar comes over to me and is like, hey, what's going on? And he's like sweating into my drink. Yeah. That's going to be a no for me. Sweat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sweat is one of those things. It can be very gross depending on the scenario. Exactly. Um, and then the way Zach so confidently and with a raised eyebrow and with swagger looked at one of the women and said, this is a very special type of wine. It's mold wine. Mold wine. M-O-L-D wine. And he's like, it's mold wine. And then you hear him in ITMs being like, you know, you hear mold wine and you think it's going to be gross. Yeah. And then you hear the producer go, um, Zach, it's M-U-L-L-E-D. It's mold <laughs> wine. Mold. <laughs> well, it's just, it, go, it goes back to the, the it goes back kidding. to the, the mustard and the cheap, um, you know, syrup. And it's just, I think what we've found is that this, this, this king uh, doesn't have a lot of experience. That's the vibe I'm getting. It's just, he hasn't seen a lot of stuff. I don't think so. And so it's just, it's just a lot of like, have you never even heard of mold wine? Like, I understand if you're like, I've never had it, but like never, to never even heard of mold wine. It was also too, like, I just was obsessed with the fact that he was trying to be so like debonair and suave yeah. and be like, it's a fancy wine, mold wine. 
yeah. mold one. And then the fact that he had the moment in the ITMs where he's like, it's kind of gross, but he's trying to be like yeah. suave with it. It's mold <clears throat> wine. Ooh. So, so yeah. <laughs> I'm so worldly with my mold yeah. wine. He's like, you know how cheese has mold on it? This is kind of like that, except yeah. it's wine. Yeah, it, he's definitely like learning a lot of new things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got a lot of like just isms about him where it's like, yeah, you kind of like small town vibes and not necessarily like traveled maybe vibe uh-huh, i don't yeah. know just not a lot of you know he's kind of funny that way he's just like yeah i like mustard oh my god jesse was giving him a shit oh yeah wrecked the him. whole the time week jesse too. was just like mold wine and then jesse was riding him about what zach likes to refer to as sex, sex week. week see that's Which, also very like you know sex week it's also just very <laughs> young to say something like that sex and then they week. had the woman you mean in the, the, we think you like connect with someone to talk to them for 10 hours and then you might have sex and then they had the woman in the crowd wearing the shirt that said sex week yeah that was which funny. was insane because clearly she had an outfit on and she had that shirt over it right and when she walked someone in someone was her. like put please this wear this i'm like and she's how like much an older they, woman too yeah they're like <laughs> how much do they pay you to put this yeah. shirt on they're like okay we're gonna need you to sit here are you comfortable we'll give you a couple hundred bucks pay you you know pay you this way yeah you wear the sex week shirt and just be in the crowd sitting smiling we'll cut to you at minute seven yeah a hundred percent it was so wild well i cannot wait i cannot wait for next week yeah the preview for the sex week looks like absolute hot fire i can't wait to recap fantasy suites you guys it's gonna be amazing next week and but of course i am so excited for our new bachelorette charity when they had that moment where JP went off stage. It was so when he went off stage, he was like, everybody's gone. It was cheesy, yeah. but in the best way. No, it was. My whole it built, body it built the energy. It it made me feel so happy. Mm-hmm. And then she thought she was doing the social media. Yeah. And he was doing the vacay, stay K, whatever. And then it's like yeah. batch B I P Bachelorette. And then her on her the phone with her parents. <laughs> they're like are you okay the she mom, like, you can tell the mom was a little bit like i'm excited but i feel like we just got through this breakup situation and now i'm gonna have to kind of be on call again for like a lot of emotional ups and downs so we're excited for you but at the same time okay cool Listen, that sounds good she's like is dad awake <laughs> if i was a parent i would be like i'm so happy for you and excited but i'm also nervous i want to yeah I, i'm thinking about my sweet kiddo and you know that this is going to be an exhausting process and tons of people have yeah. opinions and you have to deal with all of that. There's so many opportunities. And so I'm, and I can't wait to recap it because it's charity. Yeah. But no, if I was a parent, I'd be a little bit like, like I'm so no, excited, it's, it's, but it's also I'm very nervous. It's definitely a double-edged sword. You're like, okay, I yeah. think this is good. I don't really know. Okay, fine. Whatever. Have fun. But she's going to be absolutely yeah, fantastic. It's going to be amazing. Well, we did both, everybody. We did we both. Did it was both. a beast, but we did it. <laughs> we did it. We absolutely did it. And Should we have we do, fantasy uh, next week. Whoop, whoop. Honestly, sex next week, week is going to be fire. Week, we can sex tell. Sex week, sex we week. We see the cry. We see the tears. We see the 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 shuddering, the anger. So that means. And a JP good let us coming. know it's like one we've never seen before. He's never said that before. Um, but yes, it's going to be <laughs> sick. Should we do a? Uh, Let's do a, a call quick home? call home. Let's do one call home. Happy days or sad, you can talk to mom and dad. We love you, Abigail. Beautiful. And she sent us a little short one, too, so we can use that as like even a shorter one. It's like amazing. Wow. Obsessed. Your okay. Talent. Okay. Let's hear this. Millennial pause. Hey, Jess. <laughs> hey, Evan. Uh, I love you guys so much, mm-hmm. and um, I really hope 
you guys are doing good and everything's doing well. But um, I wanted to ask you guys something. So I've been seeing this guy um, since November and uh, everything's been great. Everything's been perfect. No problems. He's like my best friend turned into boyfriend. Um, literally chemistry's there, humor's there, everything's there. No problems. Um, I'm 25. He's 31. Um, so anyway, cut back to last week. He mentioned he needs a break. He needs time because I'm too quote unquote perfect. I'm too amazing. I deserve better. I took this as he's trying to let me off easily. Um, but he's saying, give him a week, give him two weeks to touch base with me and see what he wants. Um, so I don't know if this is, if I should be a good partner and still be there for him, or I should say, you suck. I hate you. You wasted my time. You can't commit. I don't know. I need my mom and dad's advice right here. Mm -hmm. So if you can please tell me what I should do, that'd be great. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. You want me to go? Yeah. I don't like that he says you're too perfect. No. That is that is like like first of all, you don't you don't need a break because someone's too perfect, right? You don't you don't quit a job because you're making too much money. You don't quit um, that vacation because you're having too good of a time. It's it, like what we were talking about with Zach earlier where it's like, you're so amazing, I can't response. give you the love. It's pandering. <clears throat> mm. I mean, first of all, I'd say don't pander to me. Don't, you know, there's nothing to hate. When you say, I hate, should I, should I give him the time? Should I, I would say give him the time, 100%, right? We all need time. But I would say, hey, just be honest with me. Like, yeah. he's clearly afraid to be honest. He's a clearly doesn't want to either hurt your feelings or he doesn't want to be honest about something that's going on inside of his brain that making him feel a certain way. But like, instead of saying how he truly feels, he's saying you're too perfect. You're too perfect. Yeah. So I would just say, Hey, give me the hard truth. What's going on? Whatever, just whatever it could be, I can handle it, but just be truthful with me. Don't tell me, you know, it's, it's me, not you kind of vibe. So right. that's my thing is like, I wouldn't jump to any conclusions, but like without guessing, I think, you deserve the truth at least. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. be like, the worst thing you could do to me is pander and lie to me right now mm -hmm. about like what's going on. Yeah. Which is call me too perfect. That doesn't make any sense. Right. right. So just try to get him to just come forward with like, what's going on? What do you need time for? I'm totally, of course you need time. Let me give that to you. Right. But just be honest about what you need time for. Yeah. And my thing is too, it's like, okay, so if he's saying doing the whole too perfect line, you know, again, my intuition immediately goes, he's, you know, there's something else obviously going on, whether it's that he is dealing with his own insecurities and his own uh, inability to commit, if this is maybe going more quickly than he thought it was going to go, or if it's something like, I don't know if we're the right fit. I mean, whatever it is, him, like Evan, like you were saying, saying you're too perfect. It's just, that's just not being yeah. direct. So you though are mentioning that he's saying I need a break for a week and then he's extending it and then he's extending it. That to me, I don't have the patience for. Like I understand when you're in a relationship with someone like, yeah, you know, if someone needs a little bit of time, you can give them time if you're comfortable with that. 
But the extension of it, in my opinion, is not fair to you because you're just waiting on the line, basically. Like, is he going to change his mind? When is he going to be ready to give me whatever specific answer? Or will he be ready? And I'm just waiting around. So, yeah, Evan, I agree with you. I would have a really direct conversation with him and be like, listen, I clearly really like you a lot. Um, you're saying I'm too perfect for you. That really doesn't make much sense to me. I need you to be completely direct and honest with me with what's going on because now it's not fair to me the position you're putting me in that I'm just being dangled, you know, uh, I'm you're fully dangling me right now off the edge of a cliff being like, okay, one more week and another week. That's completely unfair. So he needs to be honest with you and let you know exactly what's going on so that you then can make a decision about what you're comfortable with and what you want. You know, if he gives you a very direct answer and you're comfortable with what his answer is and you're like, okay, you know what, with that answer, you're dealing with your own, you know, insecurities about whatever. All right. I'm, I'm willing to wait this much longer as you process or then you can say, you know what? No, I'm that answer. I, I don't like that answer. I'm not comfortable with that answer and I'm moving on with my life or you know what? I've been here for you. You keep extending these weeks and um, I really do like you, but I'm going to go live my life. And then I would encourage you then to just go and continue to live your life and continue to meet people. And if it's meant to be, it will be in the end. Um, But yeah, a direct answer is necessary from him. You deserve that so that you are able to then, you know, make a call with really tangible whys and also a tangible how long is this going to be? One week, another week, another week. No, no, no. You deserve someone to be direct and to know fully what's going on. And I'm sorry that that's that's, that's fucking tough. Mm-hmm. It's so tough. Um, and I know the communication piece and having those really direct conversations can be really awkward. But ultimately, it's going to give you a lot more peace of mind. And then to fully know like what you're dealing with yeah. with this guy. Yeah. So... Yeah. Your mom and dad love you. Okay. We, we love, love you. you. You're, you're you perfect love. to us, but this your too perfect thing is not exactly true. So Yeah. No. But you well, are just absolutely perfect. Yes, we you love are. you. Well, well, we love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. We love you, family. And um next week with the fire. Can't sex wait. Week. Can't wait for sex week. <laughs> it's <laughs> all gonna right. be awesome. Bye guys. Love you all. Bye.